going on down there? Actually, the one nice thing about recording here is I've got a screen door open next to me with actual fresh air, which is novel. Uh, I can't do that back in Toronto. Um, but also, I found West Coast heat has gone all weird now, and it's like sticky. And it's not nice Toronto humid sticky where it slides off you in a gross way. It's just like sticky like honey where it just attaches to you and it doesn't come off, and it's really weird. Uh, <laughs> Hi, how is it? They... They they changed the climate on me. It's like they didn't even ask. Well, at least it's all theoretical. Uh, <laughs> hey, did you guys um, look at the transformation video for the the Canon Optimus Prime? Okay, good, good. Because this is kind of cool. I want to talk about it. Um, all right, I got my. Oh, here's my other big discovery. Um, my mom found this. I haven't seen this in Toronto, and we can barely find it even here. So you know Schweppes Ginger Ale, uh, a soda pop drink? Uh, so there's a zero-sugar version, which is not diet. It is Schweppes Zero Sugar with a black stripe on the top. It's really good. And some places here from which my mom has in fact bought it also maintain it doesn't exist. So I'm drinking a cryptid soda pop right now. It's quite nice. That was for the microphone. Uh, our voices are also for the microphone because we're recording a podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to WTF at TFW, episode 623. And did you know 2 times 3 equals 6? Uh, it's intentional. Uh, I'm joined today by Aaron. Uh, how are you feeling? <sighs> yeah. Starting the house moving process, so everything goes in boxes. Yeah, I know that feeling still from nine years ago. I still know that feeling. I hated it. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate it now. Yeah, uh, toy collectors, I think, have the hardest time moving. I know other collectors have claimed that they have it hard. Not not like toy collectors, because all our stuff is physical, unfortunately. There's, there's nothing nice about it. It's all big and oddly shaped. Even Transformers, I found. Uh, uh-huh. So many, so many plastic Ziploc bags that are 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 getting everything. The gallon bags work pretty well. I think I've had like seven or eight things that haven't made it into the gallon bag size. Like um, Optimal Optimus is just like a half inch too tall well, just, to fit inside the bag he's no the matter wrong how shape. I try to do it. Optimal yeah. Optimus is literally the wrong shape. That's a great... Uh, that's how I would describe that toy. It's, everything's just, the wrong shape. Yeah. Just a couple others that are just like slightly too large in one dimension to... Okay, well, if I... What if I... What if I like have them try to sit down and kind of cross-leg it a little bit? Does that give me the angle to get in on something? No. Oh, fetal position transformers. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so, like, I managed to get... So I've got some larger boxes and at least managed to get some of the, like, um, Titan-class-size guys, the bigger guys, like, have them be the first one in the box and they're just sitting down. And then I, like, put all the bags around it to be padding and put the specifically fragile things, fragile the mo- the most fragile things, like, kind of in their lap, 
and yeah. then other bags around it, and it's it's like Tetris, but you know, not nearly as not like it's a lot harder to get in flow state with putting <laughs> things in plastic bags in the box than it is to like playing Tetris. It's, so it's a lot more fun on the other end. I can also tell you, like when you actually start oh, unpacking I... things, especially if you leave some of them for a while, and you go like, wait, right. All of let's say Cybertron. I forgot about that. You crack that mm-hmm. open. You're like, oh man, new toys. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one rough thing. So like, I have had some good like all of the Optimus Prime, like Rid, and then um, the like Armada trilogy. All of those Optimus, Prime, uh, excuse me, all of those Optimus Primes were in like the last set of boxes, and I had them all like as super moded as they could super mode. And so getting to like take that apart and maybe have that play pattern again. And like, man, I want more super robot Optimus primes. I want a mainline Optimus prime that has dudes that attach onto him or something of that matter. Cause that is such a cool play pattern that I want to come back. Well, unfortunately, that does not look like the Sunbow cartoon, so we will have to run that by the design team, and you know how that yeah. is. Uh, DJ, uh, welcome. Are you? You're so you and I are not moving, which means that we just get to imagine the hell of packing everything up while Aaron actually does it. I mean, there's nothing stopping us from just like packing things up and not going anywhere, just so we can kind of relate. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I uh, I'm, I mean I might do that a little bit with just the th- I'm, I'm I should say I'm recording this from uh, from Vangelis Island I'm on in the mid- middle of a two week trip out here visiting my mom uh, so down da- down with the old archives I could start just doing that with uh, all manner of, of things I always mm-hmm. mean to do that with the Toy Biz Marvel crate uh, the old five inch scale Toy Biz gimmick toys I have too many of them but not enough of them to be a cool collection and. I need to just pass them along, but I never, I always come here thinking I'm going to do it. And then things keep happening while I'm here. And then I leave going next time. Those Marvel toys. Ooh, uh, <laughs> a little embarrassing. Um, but, uh, yeah, TJ, uh, things, uh, other, other than a lack of moving, that's a weird thing to say. Things going all right <laughs> over there. Yeah. Yes. I, I am quite sedentary. Thank you. Uh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just pseudo-sedentary. Yeah. I'm in this fun period for the toy shop where uh, I'm in Florida, which means we are seasonal as far as business goes. So, Mm. like, summer, early fall, no one is here. No one. (laughs) No one is spending (laughs) money. Everyone is just huddled up inside. And then, uh, but school is back in session now. So, for a little toy store like mine, uh, (laughs) that means nothing is happening. Oh, right. School's back in session literally today. My mom and I were having that earlier this morning. We are like, what date is it? The 32nd? Can't be September yet. <laughs> yeah. So for a toy shop, we are now in the wasteland, where we just have to make it to, like, mid-October when people actually start crawling out of their holes again. Yeah, all the people who had money went to, like, uh, they, they. I'm assuming some of them, uh, fin- like, like, two years charged up, ran to the biggest convention in uh, in driving distance. Uh, and and blew a whole bunch as well. They're probably all recharging uh, their money batteries. That's what wallets are called now. Um, that or they just didn't want to be outside in Florida. This is true. Yeah, very very true. <laughs> I, you know what? I done I did that a couple times on a weekend, and it, I didn't like it. I didn't <laughs> I didn't like being outside at all. Uh, uh they gotta they gotta replace the air over 
over there. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a funny time. Um, but you know what else is funny? Acquisition inquisitions about Transformers. We all have some Transformers. I'm just looking at your guys' lists and I'm mad. Uh, but we'll get to that, I suppose. Um, I don't want to do the mad one first. Actually, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to call out a couple things here I'm, I'm interested in. Aaron, with you, I actually want to know, so you actually got Collided Creatures. Uh, was it, was it hard? I heard it's actually not hard to find that one in America. Yeah, so Alfie actually saw it while she was out doing other shopping at Target. And she's like, hey, were you looking for that one four-pack? And I was like, which one four-pack? Because there's two four-packs. She's like, now you're confusing me with numbers. And I was like, just what four, what, what are you talking about? And she's like, I'm at Target. I'm like, yes, I know. That's where the, the four-packs are. Which one is it? You know what? This Transformers she's fault, like, really. And so so then she was like, wait, why don't I just take a picture? I was like, yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. And so then Salt was a Creatures Collide one, and I was like, yeah, go ahead and pick that up. You know, I'd be interested in. Kind of want the other one just for the Optimus Primal, but I'm not going to go crazy hunting for it. So, you know, whatever. And uh, I got to ask, since and, you're in, in mid-move. And that was it. There's did, did, still one there, and yeah. Did, did the box, like, open, the toys come out, then the toys go straight to bags, or are they living outside for a little bit? I don't know what you're talking about straight to bag because let me grab something here. <laughs> also, there are children outside. I don't know trampoline. what you're talking about straight into bag at my feet. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much straight to bag. Okay. Yeah. I, but I, I went to a TFCon 48 hours before my last move, which was a great mistake, but also fun because it's like, all right, convention hall. Nope. Right into a box. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, so my short, quick takes on Creatures Collide. Uh, I would mostly copy everything that, that TJ had said earlier on about it. Uh, I've not done any of the head swaps because they all looked minorly terrifying. Yeah. I'm going to go close um, this door because I think the kids are trying to kill each other next door. There's a new thing. Sorry, I don't mean to cut okay. it. There's a new thing. Apparently some new neighbors moved in next to my mom and they have children with a trampoline. And occasionally, uh, at some point, one of them launched themselves into into my mom's backyard at some point. Not that the trampoline. They just climbed over a fence. But okay. they're, they're, they're weird. I'm going to go close the door so we stop hearing them kill each okay. other. Okay. Maybe we want to hear them kill each other as we talk about toys that are for children. <laughs> at some level uh, maybe not that was loud <laughs> um it is immediate regret yeah did you guys but, hear that uh, horrifying noise before i yes. closed the door <laughs> yes that's why i said wow yeah that must have been loud <laughs> it's like thanks thanks for leaving us with a good one <laughs> anyway no the the couple of interesting high points for me um I like that scorponok has what i think is like his original i'd have to go find the box that has the bag that has Scorponok in it. But he has the same like translucent plastic, I want to say. Oh, cool. And in this that. that he did in like the original toy or the reissue of the original toy that I have as the easy metric mm -hmm. uh, where it's that like slightly metallic-y slightly transparent or translucent purple. Um, and then, yeah, Goldbug is frigging Goldbug is Goldbug <laughs> all day long. Uh, and I'm I'm actually quite amazed that um, the 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 VW like it had the little official Volkswagen product on the back of the box, and that this is the official Volkswagen like copy of that mold, and it still has not been a mass 
retail release. I wonder if like the license exclusivity thing, the weird web that they had for the Netflix one, if that opened up and then Target stepped right in and was like, okay, we'll take that now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it's a thing that I know that we'll likely never know, but I would love to know what the behind the scenes kind of levels of nonsense are with that. Like, yeah. could they just do a mainline release or is it something where Volkswagen's like, no, no, no. Our product is far too premium to just <laughs> let it be mainline released. Yeah. It has to be some sort of exclusive. We have a, pre- we have a and, premium product. It must be sold at Walmart. And so then that's left with 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 some Hasbro, you know, maybe not a designer, but somebody in, like, the marketing area just, like, rubbing their head, like, where is there another exclusive line that we can drop this mold? Wait a second. Gold bug. Bug. That's a bug. That's a bug. That's we a can make this one work because <laughs> he's kind of a creature because he's got bug in his name, goes to John Q. Target and like, hey, how about – and Target's just like, yeah, sure. Is he red? He's like, no, but I want to t- – no, just – just. I mean, we're doing okay with these exclusives right now. We kind of like it. You know, there's not that place with the backwards R anymore around and Walmart brags about being the biggest toy store now hit hit well we want our hits too so sure whatever now, we'll just say sometimes yes. like distribution or whatever hasbro has planned just goes weird someone pointed out to me that the earth mode ironhide mold also has no retail release mm-hmm. oh it, yeah yeah yeah. That, <laughs> yeah it's just it just sometimes it gets yeah. screwy about those molds yeah, yeah. that, that well, is I, I, Amazon. Oh, I remembered seeing there was a news story that I think was including Transformers where they're going to try and walk back from like wave releases or timed wave releases or something like that because of like shipping nonsense now. They haven't they already done where that? They're just kind of going to be like, <laughs> yeah, but like no longer even trying to pretend at certain levels. Yeah, because I, I mean, it, it's been the joke, right? That like now it's actually become. Uh, dangerous to pre-order things because you no longer know uh, if they're going to come out the date they said they would. They might all just come out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Do you hope you yeah. have the money right now? Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. The the override pre-order that I had with with Walmart that got canceled, and then I pre-ordered it again, and it got canceled again. And I tried to pre-order it a third time, and they said, "No, nope, you can't find them anymore." <laughs> and I went to Hasbro Pulse, and they said, "Okay, we'll ship it tonight." Yeah. So I've got one of those on the way. Uh, I, but, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna I say just, the Scorponok plastic. I just realized. I bet you that's because they did the reissue and they probably had figured out the mix. Uh, yeah, for that, for sure. I uh, mean, and and that's a place where that that makes a lot of sense. The other two, um, sure, are repaints, hey. and they have extra he- heads in in the the bag that's down there now. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I was also going to say that I, I I was joking about Target only wanting the red ones, but then I realized they could just tell Target, like, no, no, but you have the yellow line, too. And they're like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll take another yellow yeah. one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, I was telling my mom about some of that because we went out uh, to some local Walmarts here because uh, the island actually has more Walmarts accessible in just normal distance than Toronto does. Uh and while doing that, my mom was like, why why Walmart? And I was like, well, you know what's funny? Walmart decided to pivot to become a major toy collector venue with lots of exclusives. However, they did nothing to change their storefronts to match that. They just collected a bunch of exclusives. Uh, and my mom was like, well, how do they get those? And I was like, well, 
men with cigars sit down and look at slideshows and say, give me what the the fans want. Uh, and mm-hmm. that, that's about it, really. <laughs> uh, and Walmart, I remember Walmart making that pivot in 2020, and it's amazing how neither their website nor their stores have done a single thing to accommodate that pivot. It's just <laughs> people running around looking for, like, Cosmos, basically. Uh, yeah. But uh, before we get to that, uh, TJ, uh, I want to know about Evergreen RC because low key, I've been trying to hunt that down. I can't find it either. <laughs> so I put down Evergreen RC because I can never remember what that particular budget line is called. It's uh, Authentics, it's technically. Authentics Alphas or something like that. Yeah, the, the, it, the price is, points. Is are... that the like five below? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Evangelist, if you wanted RC, you should have said something, because I think that was in and amongst the ones that I did not grab for TFCon. I didn't know she was out then. I assumed she wasn't out yet (laughs) at the time. I'm pretty sure that she was in the stack, because I think I had like seven or eight to choose from. That's the story of Transformers right now, right? It's like, I'm like, I don't think that's out yet. Then I stumble across it, or someone posts a photo, or they're like, yeah, I found three. It's like, okay. Especially (laughs) with those weird lines. What's actually in those lines? You know, the, the Walgreens, like... $20 $20 thing that's like a 3x scale you know basic yeah mm-hmm. so but. this little this little RC this little like I don't know about four and a half inch tall RC um, the toy itself is pretty bad um, hmm. I've gotten the, some of these before, and I've been kind of surprised. We're like, oh, for five bucks, you know, this is just kind of like a goofy little desk toy. Why not? That's not terrible. Um, there's a lot of bad to her. Uh, I to this, I, I've had her a couple of weeks now. To this point, I have not been able to fully transform her into the vehicle mode. Oh no! So mm. she has this weird, like, she has this weird slide thing transformation that. Like the knee, the ball joint stem that holds her knee does a 90 degree tur- curve to go up into her thigh. And that is supposed to like pull out or push in, depending on which direction you're transforming it in. And I cannot get this thing to push in far enough to close up the gaps in the vehicle mode. Oh, that it's, sucks. Yeah, it, it's like it's super awkward because all you have to push against there is the curve of the ball joint stem. Yeah. And it does not, and you've got to bend the knee and get it out of the way in order to do that. So it's super awkward doing it with like the leg kibble in your hand too. Maybe, maybe it's for the better. I didn't know this was out before. Because <laughs> the Authentics um, Megatron, Authentics Megatron's legit. That was a really solid toy. Yeah, he's not uh, bad. Yeah, yeah. And then the Optimus, you know what? When you get him into truck mode, it's a fun truck. But uh, the the RC, I was I was a little worried about this because I think the design looks really good uh, for the ceiling that it's under. But I was concerned about things like what you're describing, like does does it actually hold together itself, or does it hold together hypothetically? If that makes any sense. Right, right. I mean, hypothetically, if she fully transformed, I think she could hold together. Yeah. Um. So. She has a, quite a few ball joints to her, but unfortunately, she also has no heel spur. She's one of those that has like completely hollow legs, except for like the right and front sides. It's like one side, yeah. the front, and then there's just nothing on the inside or the back. 
so she could stand straight up and that's about it um i think what's frustrating about her is that the dna of an actual functional rc is there because like she's using a like she barely has any backpack shell whatsoever and she doesn't have the traditional rc backpack sticking up yeah. You know, so I could see where like, okay, if they move some of this bulk of the arms instead of like using the entire side of the vehicle for her upper arms, they put that to the backpack. If they fold these legs over so they're not so wide and then they're s- solid all the way around, like I could start to see where like a modern functional RC exists in this figure. Yeah. Th- that's what the draw was to me was that she's like like it was the most like minor of 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 changes of moving certain bits here and there but it turned rc into like a a functional um my body's made of my actual car parts transformer by just you know the thing we've we, i think we've often said just you beef up her arms and legs with the actual parts of her car somewhat and then she just looks like a normal transformer and it, it really works and yeah it's, it's it's a shame that it's kind of confined to that authentics uh pocket where where it's like a proof of concept and then now we're we got to put it out because it's authentic. This is this is for you know five below, so that's all. But you boy, do I hope something like that can uh, can have some more money put into it because it's a it's a cool design, which also is frustrating because now I'm sitting here going, I hope they could put some more money into another pink car RC because <laughs> also it'd be nice to just get away from some of that. But yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like I said, like I feel like I'm trying to come up with the analysis. Like it feels like someone had an idea here that could be expanded on. It just yeah. like some. It, do, do you think it's it's like limited by the price point or size? Like if it was twice the size, you'd have more space to do things. So or... I mean, if it was twice the size, they wouldn't be taking like the shortcuts that they're taking, obviously. But like, they... well, I mean, but there are some of those tricks that you get out of those shortcuts that could potentially be useful. True. What? You get what you, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I just to to say I, I think I think that um pretty much like TJ had mentioned a couple things I think would totally jive with what you're talking about. Like literally with the legs, there's so much car there now that like TJ you were saying like if they actually just wrapped around once, you know, like a little 90 degree fold to form even three three sides of the square, uh let alone four. That sounds like that would already be doing a ton. Oh yeah. Yeah. And on Ten. her on her, like half of it is just function. You know, at a larger size, these this leg transformation thing probably wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Well yeah, that's because yeah, the on something small like that, like the first thing you lose is is one to two sides of the leg or the foot, and then you've got the, you know, sometimes mono piece arm where it's like, Oh yeah, if this had an elbow hinge or you know, one more folding part to, to shoulder pad or backpack some of this, like Every everything about that design, every photo I've seen is like, yeah, if this thing was a deluxe somewhere, it would be a great Redux on RC that is G one e, but kind of kind of um, the old the old Neo Classics uh, dream of like it looks enough like the G one character, but it's not, and it's better. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Uh, well, if I see one, I might still pick one up just out of uh out of uh what do you call masochism. It? bad habits masochism maybe i can i can just fashion her some extra pieces with pieces of plastic card or something i don't know uh but uh i i will say i i was on the hunt for velocitron 
I frustratingly got the fun thing where I went to one Walmart and there were two burnouts and two blurs, and at the other Walmart there were two burnouts and two road rockets. So um, I have road rocket, but that means that there were two cosmoses, which put the blood scent in my nose. Let me tell you, uh, it's been a bit since I remembered that feeling of knowing a toy was there, but it's one per case. Uh, but I can speak a little bit to road rocket because I like legacy RC. Thus, I like Road Rocket. It's a very uh, solid uh, redeco new head delivery on a toy I like. I think the new head's cool. I think the identity it it, uh, it gives to the toy is uh, a, a neat shift towards like that Kunoichi Ninja kind of look. Um, and uh, the the deco's solid, and I I like that figure already. So uh, I I was quite ready to enjoy Road Rocket um, because I already think it's a good toy, and I'm, I'm happy to find it in more colors with new heads. Um, I also bought a Blur. Uh, sorry, Burnout. It's just that I have a suspicion Burnout and Clampdown will not be hard to get, so they're very low priority for me, and Deluxes are expensive now, so I don't want to buy a whole bunch of them, especially Redecos, um, just on the spot. So I'm, I'm waiting a bit on Burnout. But, uh, Aaron, I notice you have Blur as well. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's a beautiful sculpt, and I Mm-hmm. I don't think the body wears it as well as I thought it would. I don't hate him, but I've seen a lot of people say they really don't like that blur, and I can see where they're coming from, even though I kind of like him. He he's real weird. Yeah, though. it's it's he's he's like interesting on a different axis axis uh, as like the other blurs that have been this mold are. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like he's he he comes up out of the page of the X Y graph of the interest on it. Uh, at first, I was kind of like, "Well, it's kind of nonsense that like this blur actually doesn't have wheels. He just has these like big, like fake wheel things through his." I thought those would posts. spin until I opened him. I thought those would still spin and yeah. reach the ground, and when they didn't, I was like, "You know what? I get it, and I probably should have seen this." coming yeah but and like (laughs) i i kind of wish he had maybe some like other paint or something on him to make it look like it was like that's a skirt like it's a hovercraft or the like the um uh star wars sand speeder like a mirror trick like some like some way to give it a look of like well it's actually hovering and those are those are like (laughs) air wheels gravity (laughs) vacuum focusers or something and that's how he can go so fast because he doesn't have wheels or have you know something along those lines yeah um but it's still a blur it's it's not a bad mold i i feel like it's not as good without the um without wheels on it to have those big forward pylons uh because then it just becomes these giant things that hang off the back of his hands yeah i'm I'm of two minds because Somehow, I mean, it, it helps a lot. It, it, we're saying up front, the head sculpt is a hundred years better than Studio Series blurs, in my opinion. Yes, uh, it, it's it's not just that Studio, like Studio Series blurs is fine, but this is better and also a really good IDW blur head sculpt. Uh, mm-hmm. The 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 forearm chunks on this one somehow work better for me by being louder. I don't know why. It's like I think because blur has a certain aesthetic. That the G1 blur fi- fender fins hanging off his arms like that somehow is louder to me than... Because these ones are at least a new shape. So, like, somehow it blends more in my head. They're still pretty huge, is worth saying. 
mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it had like an opposite effect on me for some reason. It's it still is. I, I really wish those things span, even if it was for no reason. It's something about it. It's it's unsatisfying that they don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then the other thing that I found uh, due to Twitter, and I retweeted is I did not realize that the welding torch thing had a spot that seems like it's meant to go in the middle of his torso and or car mode when you're not using it. Oh, like, is that different from the under the front of the car spot? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Let me, let me pull out of the bag. I tried, and I I tried this and things didn't like, is it supposed to not fold together afterwards anymore or? Uh, he's in car mode right now, so let me do, 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 let me pull up Discord on my phone. Get to the right Discord group. I do wonder if this is a case of it's the right shape and it's slightly hollow so it fits. And but... I'm going to go like this, and then I am going to take a picture like that. Use photo. Upload that. And then... All so right. they're hiding behind his feet, and it sits in there securely. Like, it's not, it's, it does not rattle around at all. Let me see if my... Like that. Huh. Huh. So... And then, in that same space, so it prevents... When you, when you put it in there in his robot mode, it prevents the... His like car shroud part, the that's like the nose of the car shroud part, yeah, from completely closing over, but it still tucks like he still like can close up enough in order to like like it's not yeah it, it's not like it prevents him from transforming. It just the the backpack just sits back rather than closing in i'm gonna try to get to bot mode and see how this feels to my hands i would say this is very likely a coincidence of geometry oh this is totally coincident yeah okay i see yeah so this is totally coincidence of geometry but it's pretty cool uh yeah actually this makes more sense on idw blur because his his car nose looks a bit more backpacky than studio series is Mm -hmm. so with it sticking out more like it definitely is sticking out more, um, but it seems less unnatural than I feel it would on Studio Series Blur. But, and that may be something to go back at the and look at the previous blurs to see, like if it is seemingly better in those. But I was, it was just something that like somebody had tweeted, and I was like, no, it's not. Wait, uh, uh, okay, so, all right. I would say because I always because I always felt like the welder thing underneath the other gun to try and hold it all together in this jank configuration seemed kind of janky. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh I would say actually more like triply so on on Velocitron blur. His accessories um are a very rare case where I would just put them in a bag and forget about them. Uh mm-hmm. I don't like them. I I I kind of like them on Studio Series blur, but on IDW blur I don't think he looks good with either of them. <laughs> uh and on mine, the gun peg barely grips inside his fist holes. Uh, yeah. And he, he never really had a gun in, in IDW. And, he, and in Velocitron um, context, I don't think he needs a gun either. So 
I'm probably just going to stick them in a bag and forget about them with um, Studio Series Hot Rods effect parts or something. Because uh, I, I, I just don't feel anything. I, I feel like if I could have saved two bucks or something by not having accessories with this one, <laughs> I would have been down with that. Uh, but, yeah, otherwise I, I, I kind of like this guy. Um, he's just weird. Like, he's got huge shoulders with the, with the newly tooled shoulder parts. And it, like, makes him mm-hmm. look strange when he stands. But uh, something about him I still like. It's the shapes are cool. Uh, but it's like a, it's like Blur is in an IDW costume versus IDW Blur himself. Head sculpt aside. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's that's not an, uh, an not apt thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, moving, moving on from there... Uh, I actually, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to, I don't, well, Aaron, I don't want to, we'll come back around to, to your last one. I don't want to empty you out right away. So, uh, TJ. Uh, I actually have two. I had an Oh, I see. Reminder. I see. Well, let's, I'll, I'll swing, we'll do one more little double wheel here because I got some stuff too. Okay. Uh, TJ, okay. tell me about someone who isn't a UFO. Let's see. Uh, uh, I, I have a legacy tarantulas that is definitely not UFO or alien in any way. Um, yeah, that... That's uh, this is again the tarantulas legacy wave uh, that was it wave two deluxes or whatever. I feel like they weren't announced that long ago, and now they're <laughs> sort of out. Mm-hmm. Not in Canada though. Uh, how did tarantulas turn out? Um, did, and I mean, we, he doesn't really look anything like Black Arachnia, but the, I don't know if he feels close to Black Arachnia at all, or is he just his own thing? Oh no, he does not. I mean, aside from the fact that he's that much thicker than Black Arachnia. So it yeah. it doesn't feel like I'm moving tiny little twigs when I'm transforming it. Uh, he doesn't even transform like Black Arachnia does. Hot so damn! Yeah, I, I think the arms are the only thing that they have in common, and really, there's not really any way of avoiding that. Yeah, but uh, you know, you know, what? I take that back. I take that back because I'm remembering how Black Arachnia transforms, and they go underneath her to the rear. These go forward, so no, like even that, <laughs> even that is completely different here. <clears throat> so yeah, he is completely his own toy. Um, like the pictures are, like I remember, it, like everyone went nuts over the pictures when they first came out, and everyone was right to do that. It looks phenomenal in person. Uh, everything on it is nice and solid. It's a nice intuitive transformation. Like they didn't go over the top or get, you know, pointlessly complex with it. It just like forms up super solid. Like if I have grievance with him, like literally the only grievance I can find is the fact he's got like, he doesn't have a way of like rotating his spider legs all the way to the back. If you want them all the way out of the way. Like, they've always got to point forward in robot mode in some fashion. Yeah, I mean, with with him and Black Arachnia, it's like, those. that's nice, but especially when they lean so uh, show-oriented in Kingdom, I'm kind of like, well, it would be nice if they stored away. It's also literally part of the character silhouette, so I'm like, I'll deal, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so, like... Like, outside of that, and, like, some oddly missing paint on his robot legs. Like, literally, like, that's all I can levy against him. Like, I I just posted my review today, and it's just me gushing over just how good it came <laughs> out. Like, 
Like they picked oh. this like super nice metallic shade for his like pale green colors. Uh, everything is like dimpled and textured across him, so it has this organic look in both modes. Like it, it's it's spot on. It's spot on. Like I, I like I I finished the review saying this. If if delaying him one series meant that they could learn from the new beast engineering to make him this much better than Black Arachnia, it was worth waiting. That like, also makes me really excited about Inferno now. Uh, yeah. Like getting the benefits from that extra time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited about that second wave. There's so much in it. I mean, you know, one of one of the parts of it just being kind of like, I want to see what a leg on Menasaur looks like, I guess. But still, like, there's there's some good stuff in there. Um, which I know for a fact I'm going to hear about at least one more time with my mind powers. Uh, called my eyes. Uh, but no, I'm I'm uh, I'm glad to hear that because that's it. It really sounds like the only real. Uh, the only thing that's really close to a miss out of the the Predacons would be uh, Scorponok, and even then, he's doing such a neato thing uh, that, like, I'm I'm getting over it with Scorponok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know what? I'm not over. I thought I was over it, and I'm not. Transformers Red. Uh, so the third Walmart I went to didn't have Velocitron tags out at all, and I was like, "Wow, this was a bust," but it was fun. I got to you know. Drive around with my mom, and it was really nice and nostalgic and neat. And then I look down, and I see Transformers Red. And I've been seeing them around, you know? I was like, oh, what? The, the sculpts always look neat, and then all the in-hand reports are terrible. So I haven't bought a Transformers Red toy since the Megatron that I bought, who was, like, okay. And then a whole bunch of people told me, yeah, it's the best toy in the entire line, like, for, like, a year. So I just held off. Uh, I look down, and I see Transformers Red Galvatron, and one other one, uh... And then I remember thinking, like, I remember his Galvatron looked kind of kind of neat, and it felt like Red was maybe, like, trying to get a second lease on life this year. And then I look at it in person, and I'm like, this actually, this sculpt looks really good. Uh, so I decided to take a chance, and I bought him. And he's good! He's like a good Marvel Legends of Galvatron. Uh, the worst thing I have to say about him, really, is, like, his left... Uh, wrist socket is a little bit loose compared to the right one. When you hand swap hands in there, they kind of spin a little bit, um, which is fixable. And he's got treads sculpted on the backs of his biceps. And so when you do the bicep swivel in a certain direction, those treads bump into his own torso. And I'm kind of like, you know, I get it. And I get how this is maybe hypocritical, but maybe you could have just carved those treads off and just let him have like cylindrical arms if he's not transforming. Uh... But I, I took some photos of him on Twitter, uh, and I like him a lot. Like, he's got double-hinged elbows and knees, and he's got... Um, they, they left enough room around his feet so he can click the feet forward a little bit on the ankle hinge, which is, is huge. Uh, and is, as far as I can tell, like, one of many problems with the last year of Red Toys. That and also them feeling apparently terrible. And what, what I can say is he felt like Marvel Legends, I don't think that means he feels great, but it means he feels like Marvel Legends, which I get the impression is better than how Red has been going for the last year. Uh, he's uh, he's got like a little matrix uh, on a on a necklace. It's all soft plastic. He's got two different effect parts for his his cannon. Uh, one of them's like a big burst for shooting. The other one's a bit longer and thinner, which I, I assume you could see is uh, when he's flying through space with his cannon. Uh, the the only real like absolute 
bunkum thing he comes with is a smoky plastic standee of the reformatting grid from when Unicron created Galvatron. Uh, it's actually the grid is sculpted, and on one side it's it's been inked in with a bright green paint on this dark smoky plastic. It looks gorgeous. It's it's tiny. It's shorter than he is. Uh, it's maybe the right size for a Legends toy. It looks hilarious next to him. I really should dig up a photo of it. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but while I go looking, it's it's a shame because, like, it's it's a piece of plastic, so it makes the value proposition on Galvatron uh, feel big and fat and pumped up because you're you're getting this whole ass uh, solid smoky plastic with paint backdrop. And uh, and then you put it behind him, and then you see it's tiny. And I tried to, in this photo, I tried to get him to, to pop a real deep squat with his ab crunch to be <laughs> at the same size as it. He is not. <laughs> it is very small. Uh, and not, not just me, someone else uh, I know for a fact from Twitter replies thought maybe you could do a perspective trick with it. And then I realized that perspective trick would be putting the small thing up front and it's really yeah. It would require that being in front of it, and that's not yeah. It's yeah. it's worse if you put, if you put it so. Back. So here's here, here's what you could do. So you take a picture of that as a clean plate, yeah. And you take a picture of of Galvatron. You roto everything out around Galvatron, and then you put that clean plate behind him. Bam, done, easy. Like that's like three steps, right? That's easy. Yeah, you just have to get a green screen, which everyone has, and then uh, and then you're set. Um, but yeah, this this Galvatron. If you're gonna if you've been put off red. Good, you should have been, is my understanding. But like this Galv if you like Galvatron, this is just a really good Galvatron sculpt. He looks very wide in some photos, but he has that upper body and shoulders where they look really wide and then you tilt him a bit and suddenly the width disappears. So it's just it's curvature. It's it's tricks of the eyes. Um he also comes with uh, like he comes with fists, he comes with, with crazy hands, and he comes with grippy hands doesn't come with anything to grip, but if you, for, for instance, have like a little G1 Megatron from another red toy, uh, the the effect parts still fit on it, so you can have him like play with himself. Uh, when I put it on Twitter, I was going to just write the word masturbation to go with the photo of him holding Galvatron or Megatron, but uh, then I figured like, well, you know, I might get banned. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really astonished uh, how good this toy feels, and I, I gotta say... This is in the context of a $30 six-inch Hasbro toy. There's still a ceiling on this, but uh, this feels like what Transformers Red promised. Uh, and and it's... it's Oh, there's also like a butterfly joint, very minorly, uh, that his shoulders connect onto, so they can shift forward and back about half an inch, but it, it does something. Um, he's got, I think, a barbell uh, double ball for his neck. Uh it it just feels really good, and Galvatron is a great toy for for this kind of uh, you know figure platform because, uh, in my experience, a lot of people don't give a flying crap about Galvatron's alt mode. I do, but I'm in the minority. So this is just like a good looking Galvatron if you like Galvatron, and they put his cannon on the forearm because they're not monsters, so it poses properly. Um, the, I guess the only real downgrade between him and that that red Megatron is that his ab crunch doesn't have a, a soft like a like a, a ratchet click in it, but it still feels like a Marvel Legends. And the foot joint range is so much better on Galvatron than on Megatron. Um, so I, I was just pleasantly surprised and relieved because I want to like toys of Galvatron, and I do. I like this one. So red Galvatron, I, I actually would recommend if you just like Galvatron. 
did did either of you ever I can't remember anymore did either of you ever mess with red beyond the first wave or were you just put off the way I was hearing everyone who did I was pretty much put off I'd picked up a couple from the first wave I think we've picked up a couple since then um that are interesting but never opened them like hey that's a thing if that's anything like the others it'll make a good figure once we have like action figure display area that's not transformer like if we have enough to get something like that themed or if i get into figure arts again for some godforsaken reason yeah i was kind of the same way i've got optimus megatron and i think prime rc's floating around here somewhere and none of them impressed me enough to really say yeah prime rc murdered the line for a lot of people is the uh, the impression i got um I never picked her up because I never read a single good review of her that wasn't like at best saying, well, this toy sucks, but I like prime RC. Like it, it just, it, it sounded like the, the plastic on her and the feel of her joints was mushy beyond what I can take for Marvel legends, which are already kind of mushy. Uh, and this, this Galvatron does not feel all that mushy. He's still Marvel legends plastic. He's still a little bit pliable here and there, but, um, I'm not going to, maybe in your guys' case, I wouldn't say, like, yeah, go buy them, but, like, uh, try to convince someone else to buy one. (laughs) For me, I don't think it was as much, like, because there's characters that came out in red that I would be interested in. The problem is they always came out, like, within a month of a mainline transforming figure, the same character. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, That is the one thing I'll say about, because I was wondering if this guy would feel a bit redundant next to the current generation's leader, Galvatron. Uh this guy is a lot... How do you put this? He's more round and oddly a bit more slender. So if you want that that slightly curvier Galvatron, he also satisfies that uh, that inclination. Um, but try to get a look at one in person uh, in, in the package. It's uh, It was astonishing. Also, the red packaging has changed a bit. They still have that weird triangular side window to show you the accessories, except now it's just a photograph. Uh, and the accessories are just wrapped in Kleenex inside. Um, but they still have custom backdrops that show the CAD model disassembled. It, it's odd. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I was just, I was so pleasantly surprised by this because like red was such a sad story for so long with these great sculpts just not turning out, uh, as far as actually handling them, uh, as toys, but I'll, I'm going to talk a bit more about red later. First, it's time, I think for us to uncork the, the elephant in the room, which is I'm mad at both of you for having cosmos. Cause I still don't have one. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be hard to get one in the long run. I'm I'm really a believer in the Cosmos case, eventually evening this out. But also, boy, it's annoying trying to find Cosmos. You hey, hey, my, mine came via TJ, kind of. So <laughs> he is he is the Cosmos giver. I, yeah, I it, actually, it is helping. I actually, that... strangely enough, I strangely enough, I just ended a contest and gave away another Cosmos today. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Cosmos is. They're not even just being found. It's like tons of people have, it's like people either never find Cosmos or people find 14 of him and then have to do all the legwork to get those 14 Cosmos eye out to their other friends who are trying to find Cosmos. Uh, but you, you guys got, you guys see, we got the double TJ Cosmos, uh, set up here. Um, here's the question. Is he, I, I've heard he's pretty good, but is he actually good? Cause it'd be really funny if he wasn't, uh, <laughs> No, he's fantastic. I okay. I think he's one of my favorite figures from this year so far. I want to find one. Very much. Yeah, the 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 couple of tricks that he does are pretty good. 
Um, I like the only spot where he's yeah, I'll, I'll air quotes bad is he has like two <laughs> flap pieces that just kind of hang out that are like hip skirt things. Oh, trash. Oh, uh-huh. But yeah, beyond that, like so much of his transformation is good. I, I don't know. Hollow forearms as well. Oh, but yeah. It's odd, <laughs> odd shapes to kind of deal with. But like the double flip around thing that his backpack uh, does that takes the back half of his uh, saucer and does a good job of compressing it up is pretty good. Um, yeah. I also, I, I the, really like getting the heel spurs by flattening out the sides of the vehicle too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. The only thing that was tricky for me on the first transform is the part that slides out on his back really didn't want to slide out that first time. I was sitting there like trying to find the right angle to to get at it before like getting the thumb in just right on the part that hangs out below that post to like pop it and then it was better. But so I'm I'm curious, how does the how does the head flip work for you? Just fine. Okay, because mine gets snagged going from vehicle to robot. Okay. The one thing that I found is that if there's any part of that post that protrudes inwards still, that'll catch it, I think, is is what that is, going from vehicle to robot. Yeah, like I've been like I see where it's catching because there, there's yeah, there's something else that intrudes into that hollow core area when he's not ready for that head to flip for mine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's good to know whenever when I event inevitably do find one. I mean, that's uh, technical quibbles that you may never encounter though. Yeah. <laughs> that's at, at you know, that's deep into the decimals of issue, not this is a major issue. This is like this is 0. 0.032 to Point oh four of an issue. Yeah, the the only other bad thing I've heard about him is someone in my Discord got one with very loose shoulders, and it's like, yep, that'll happen sometimes. It's like the worst thing to say about Cosmos is like, well, do you not like Cosmos, and do you get a QC issue? <laughs> That's about it. Uh, man, yeah, I still I still kind of hope I come across one. I'm here for another six days. I might visit a Walmart again. It would be really cool to find one over here because I'd pluck it from the island and carry it back to Toronto. And I'd feel like a like a bandit, but um, I also I'm I still think the fact that the Cosmos case may well exist is like eventually Cosmos will be democratized. He's been on a shelf. He's already doing better than than the Earthrise Coneheads. So uh, I don't want to get too freaked out. But I'm glad you guys got a hold of him, TJ. That's very kind of you to uh, help out Aaron as well. Um, that's that's what is it? Transformers fans helping Transformers fans. What a long acronym. Uh, and uh, I had something else I was going to say and I forgot. Oh, uh, the flag. Is there any? How, is the flag cute? That's all I want to know. Quantifiably, is it cute? It, it, yeah, it, the flag is a five millimeter accessory. Okay. <laughs> and, and just plugs in the side of his gun. I just, I like that they made an action, they listed an action feature about the part where it's it's checkered on one side and white on the other, as though that wasn't just the paint budget. Uh, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, really I mean, like in, a, in racing context, it. it makes sense, though. It, do, it does. In it racing does. context. Other than that, it looks like he's surrendering. But let's forget that part. <laughs> 
I just think it's funny that they. I feel like it got called out in a, on ad copy somewhere, and I'm like, that's that's because it's more expensive to paint both sides. But I like this. This is Moxie. <laughs> um, well, uh, TJ, just bumping over to you now. You've got the other like like you've got the the one two punch of the Velocitron desirables uh, in the two new molds. Uh, how's uh, how's the bigger one? Who apparently isn't as hard to find. I've heard. Uh, oh no, I'm override sure. came. Override absolutely comes in a solid case. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like for for Cosmos, it's a it's like myth and legend that a case of eight exists. <laughs> no, no, it's a it's a real thing for Override. Strangely right. enough, I got two of that one too because I forgot to cancel my Hasbro Pulse order. <laughs> I, and you know what? Another danger of pre-orders right now is that you, I find if I pre-order at one place and it's not GameStop, I'm like, well, this may well just get canceled. So I've, <laughs> I've got to lay down. If I really want, I got to lay down security pre-orders, and then yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you turn out though? So the toy itself is great. Okay, so. Uh, in order to get those robot proportions to look like super nice and anime accurate, the vehicle does look a lot narrower than the original. Still looks fantastic. And the toy itself is like dead solid. Like one of those toys I can grab by the leg and wiggle and nothing moves. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, paint looks really, really good on her. There's a few spots I wish had gotten painted, but meh i can i can i can do that i I know what paint it is uh <laughs> yeah wheels are pinned in which is always nice to see so she rolls pretty well very clean in the backside there's like there's no kibble on this toy like none and yeah she does some nice little transformation tricks like compressing her chest that the original one you know lacked but like things like flipping the arms out from the underside that is retained from the original toy so she's familiar but improved Oh man. Yeah. So if I if I if I would knock her for anything, it would be like um the gun is no longer wide enough to work in the vehicle mode, like it could on the original toy. That's like minor, whatever. Um mm. Honestly, like having her like in front of me and like sizing her up with uh with some of the other deluxes I've gotten lately. I'm not entirely sure why she had to be Voyager class other than her engineering and her part count is maybe a little bit too much. Maybe she's a little too big to be a deluxe, so they had to bump her up, but I also don't see where that extra budget went. Like, I feel like for her size and like, she's not like, she's not like a hot rod where she's like kitted out with a ton of accessories. Like, yeah, yeah, she's just a dead solid you know, deluxe who ended up being a little bit too heavy or a little bit too complicated to be, you know, twenty four ninety nine for whatever reason. And for that extra price, I wish the missing paint was there. I wish she had some semblance of a cyber key. Even if it's just mm, like like yeah, a little bummer. Pay- yeah. I will admit, like, they actually do have a slot on the back of her gun to actually fit a cyber key. Yeah. <laughs> and by fit I mean like the gap is the same size as like the the end of a key, so it's not like secure. Doesn't do anything, but you can put one there. That's got to yeah. I mean that that's clearly intentional. That that probably um, was decided upon whether or not they were able to budget a full key in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I my, mean, my assumption. Are you good? Good. 
I mean, they, there's a translucent red sculpt in, uh, mold in here. Like, I don't see why they couldn't have done it. Like, just, like, give it a, give it a handle that flips out. Say it's a shield. Like, like, I would buy it. It, it, I, I would bet that, like, it was very much something that was a, a, how do you put it? Uh, up until test shot one, probably a struggle that they were trying to do. Cause yeah, like, the, the translucent plastic even having the same hue and everything. Uh, my my uh I, I have a feeling that in in the case of toys like her that it actually is like she's just a hair above what can fit in a deluxe and there and it's like this has this this is a a um how do you put it this is this is a a front and center centerpiece of the capsule character this actually this has to be done properly and then where the budget goes i almost wonder like it, it, that stuff now is like the fact that she's so solid may well somehow be related to the the extra budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like even if if she has pins of any kind, that could be part of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, she. I mean, she's got pins, yeah, but so does a generations toy. I know it's just like any, any metal content whatsoever along that line. I'm like every so, single one of those things might be he, part of it. Here's the part that gets me is that they are really proud and they brag about the fact that they got this toy done with just four molds, where like a Voyager is normally like thirteen, mm-hmm. which just makes me realize that means there's a lot less steel molding going on here, or there's a much or there's a simplification in the engineering process, which means it probably didn't cost as much as a Voyager to put together. So now I'm again wondering why do I not have a cyber key? Why do I not have paint? Do you give me blast effects? Something. Uh, they uh, yeah all the all the blast effects went to Red Cog. Uh, Target swooped in, just <sighs> took all of it. There's <laughs> no blast effects in Red Cog. All of all of the extra parts went to Red Cog. Oh yeah, bl- dang. Uh, what's his name? Um, the blast parts booster pack Triceratops skeleton. I forgot his actual name. <laughs> Tricranius. Tricranius took the whole mm-hmm. budget for the year. That's what it was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's very. I forgot about the part where they they'd gotten her down to like yeah less steel molds and everything. It it yeah it it, it that and being part of a, a special retail capsule it muddies the whole the whole thing. There's also a chance that yeah they just figured out how to make her a more profitable toy. And <laughs> what it, what it makes me feel like is. It's a toy that's less likely to be run a bunch of times, so they bumpered and potentially something that they got through production and went, this is a little over budget. I might have to shift here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I feel I feel like she got bumped up just because it's not a mold that is likely to see another uh, another usage. Yeah, she's just in, yeah she's in a very odd position. This like this entire design that like lives in Velocitron. Mm-hmm. Um, Cosmos feel like Cosmos feels like. We're probably gonna see him pop up somewhere else if we don't get the vaunted the vaunted Cosmos case, but yeah, <laughs> I mean Cosmos, I guarantee is a wave two Velocitron. I'm not worried about Cosmos. I know, like, like I, I can, I can rag on because I'm like, I'm trying to find where the budget is. That said, like the figure is fantastic. Like I can't argue how good the figure is. Uh, yeah, and. I don't. I, I I always try to be careful not to tre- tread straight into like I'm going to make up excuses for every possible angle for the large corporation. But I'm like, even just being very solid and satisfying, I'm like that kind of thing falls into the budget now. I almost feel, uh, like just just little things here and there. Who knows? Um, but I, I also haven't handled one yet, so I might get one and then I might actually just fall completely the other side of the coin. I'm just like this thing should have been a basic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Well, that, you know, you know what what did impress me though? Transformers Red again, because you know who was there with Galvatron? Shockwave, and I was sitting there going like, I should just get Galvatron. I don't need another Shockwave. And then I was like, there's only one of each. They're both purple, and this Shockwave in person looks really good. So I got both of them. Um, here's the thing about Shockwave. He does not have as much room on the sculpts around his ankles for his feet to click forward, you know, uh, one position, which is sort of a no. You can, you can do it, but it's very difficult. That's literally my only major problem with Shockwave. Red Shockwave is also really good. Uh, he, he is enormous in the package. That's what made me pick him up. Like, he, he has an enormous torso, uh, as far as just the sheer girth. Um, he has a backpack pegged onto him, um, to, you know, like the, the old battery pack from the toy. It's like literally pegged on, uh, to give him even more like, uh, a volume and his sculpt is really good. And he has a ball socketed torso joint so it can like lean from side to side. Uh, he's got, he's got, uh, a gun and then a fist or a grippy hand and then all of them again in uh, kind of gelatinously translucent purple plastic. So you, you basically have a gun and two right hands in gray and then in clear purple, and then two two identical blast effects and a G1 Megatron in gun mode for him to hold with a separated trigger finger. Uh, and, like, my only other problem with him is that since he only comes with one gun alt mode transformer and it's Shockwave, if you had to pick one... It should have been a tiny shockwave. That would have been way more thematic than a tiny Megatron. Uh, but th- that's that's about it. He's also good. And um, someone who actually did the... Uh, I didn't see the photo, but someone on Twitter, I think, was telling me that they, they did the side-by-side. And he's actually... If you can't find Siege shockwave, this is a really good stand-in, apparently. I wasn't sure if the height was the same. And this one is actually thicker in, in some ways than Siege shockwave. Uh but if you if you want a classic scale shockwave, this actually kind of works, especially if again you don't really care about shockwave's uh, gun mode. Then you've got this guy. Um, he the, the only other I guess th- thing that makes him not as good as Galvatron. He only has single hinged elbows, uh, not double hinged elbows. He still has double hinged knees. Um, but he, yeah, he's really good. Uh, it was like suddenly out, out after a year of hearing all the worst things, red suddenly like two for two'd me with the purple toys. So, you know, again, this is, this one could be a bit redundant if you already have seed shockwave, but like if you see this sculpt in person, you might understand why I still wanted to pick him up. Like the sculpt is, is intense. Uh, and and I gotta give huge kudos to whoever did this one. Galvatron's is great as well, but Shockwaves is like uh, bursting out of the red package. Uh, it it looks like he barely fits in there. Um, so yeah, huge shouts out to Transformers Red for just like coming back to life in 2022. At least with these two, if the line like falls off a cliff again after these, that would be a huge shame because this was an absolute second lease on life for Red, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and then I should say I also actually heard some good things about Red Knockout, but I never I never messed with one because I was too afraid. Um, but I might now. I, I'm not sure though if that's setting myself up for disappointment. Uh, I, I, that, that's really about it. Like I, I just the fact that Red put out two good figures is already I think newsworthy. Uh, 
I don't know if either of you, again, it's red. Do either of you guys have any interest in in this Shockwave? Do you feel like your Siege ones probably fit, fit that bill enough already? Or do you want some effect parts? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on the hunt for it. Yeah. Get a look I, at I one in person. I'm like morbidly curious, but that's as close as I get. I What I'll say is... These ones are at least. If you're morbidly curious, you'll probably be pleasantly surprised by these. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so happy that Red like put out good figures because I feel like the sculptors for Red had been doing a good job this whole time. Um, and still are. But uh, yeah, that, that about does it for my acquisitions this week. Uh, Aaron, you got yourself uh, a Target exclusive because he's the color red. Red Cog. Yeah, I did. And and the weapons pack he comes with basically. Yeah, it's kind of the actual draw. Um, I'm I'm kind of guessing. Yeah, so so as a cog, he feels like the molds held up so far, and then anything that's been said about cog can roll forward to this. Um, the interesting thing though is all of his weapons, and then seeing, um, I think it was uh uh oh shoot I forget the guy the the um. The designer on Instagram that shares stuff. Um, there's um, actually three of them, but Cog was Mark, I believe. Yeah, He's doing the Cog. Seeing post. his, see, he, I think he had something where he was like, "Yeah, we wanted to get some of the things that were in the the Netflix show out on toys, but it didn't really happen. So instead, it's like, hey, here are like four guns and." three barrel bases and one other thing and you can kind of mix and match and create your own so it's like um you can make rc's sniper rifle and you can make i think it's like ratchet's medic gun and then here's like a triple barreled shotgun barrel and here's a like a flamethrower barrel i don't know have fun with it yeah. oh and here's the like the 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 sticky bombs as well so is it uh, that is definitely cool? It's neat. It's neat to give characters their like TV show weapons on a dude that just turns into a box of weapons anyway. Well, is it the one of the grenades that also doubles as a connector, so you can actually put Cog on Earthrise RC's back? I mean, one one of the parts can do that it's specifically meant to do that because oh have it in the show. yeah, you might be able to. It has like a couple of offset things it's, that yeah. you may be able to do that. It's with it. it's by design. Uh, there was one one part they very specifically made a part so that cog uh, cog's leg cannons could mount onto Earthrise RC because they saw it happen mm-hmm. in the show and they were like, "But damn it, fix this." <laughs> <laughs> the one we didn't set that up for. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Red Cog has a, a Canadian landing pad yet. I'm not in a rush because it is a lot of weapons from a show I don't like, but also I like the amount of love that went into those things. And some of those weapons did appear in Prime as well. Um, mm-hmm. So there's there's that. Uh, I'm just also, I'm, I, I like that they called him Red Cog, but I wish that when, in calling him Red Cog, they had to, they should have put more prefixes. It should have been like Autobot Red Cog, like just something really unwieldy. Um, Red Cog is almost, is almost too smooth. Uh, isn't Red Cog the one the statue is made of? So Champion Red Cog or Hero Red Cog? Autobot Champion. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Some something long. 
That's if you're gonna if you're not gonna come up with an all new name and you're gonna call him Red Cog, you got to go all in with the the silly prefixes. Yeah. Um, so they've got to go to that really small type on the box. Yes. No. No. To uh, they have to have a line break inside the nameplate. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Small font line break. Yeah. And a couple. A and, couple. And then it's even worse. And then it's even worse because they have to put the like. French language on there because somebody thought, oh, well, we'll sell it in Quebec as well. Ha 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 ha. Well, then, and then they got to like, uh, they got to use at least one word that requires an additional tiny on print TM or C. Uh, mm-hmm. That'd be perfect. Um, hire us. We we have good deci- good packaging decisions. Uh, um, well, speaking of Netflix, that had a funny Alita one, and TJ, you got the better looking Alita one toy. I'm assuming from Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that toy has me hype. Is that how? How are you feeling about that toy? So she is another nice one. Um, she does have a couple weird things to her. Of course, we because we can't get away from things like that with female molds. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, what I'll say is like she does handle the vehicle mode a lot better than your standard RC does. She does have quite a bit of backpack kibble, but it's no worse than a lot of. Uh, no, no, no worse. A lot of typical Autobots handle it, especially like out of studio series. Yeah. So it's and if it, it folds together nice, uh, the backpack that does get exposed in the robot mode, I don't mind how it looks. Um, she's not terribly complicated to transform. Uh, a lot of her parts are very specifically lined up in order to get everything to look right, like. It's one of those toys where, like, if you try to transform it without the instructions, you'll hit a spot where, like, you cannot figure out why nothing is closing together. <laughs> and then f- and then find out that you just had to twist her hands 90 degrees. And then yeah. everything goes together smoothly. Um, but, like, what I like, what I like about her is that she has this, like, she has this feminine shape to her. She's a little bit squared off in the in the robot mode, but then you get her to the vehicle mode and all these solid shapes like feel like they came out of nowhere, which is kind of true. Cause it was this big backpack of parts, but like the vehicle does not feel like it turns into her robot, which I think is in her favor. Mm. And, um, like it's nice and solid. It's a nice look to her. Only like the like the only grievance to her is like, so, so like I got her and tarantulas at the same time, so like when I get when I get tarantulas out of the box and I start goofing with him and like the articulation I didn't even, I forgot to even mention is like phenomenal on him, like below the waist we are talking like aside from your usual you know universal hips thigh swivel etc. Uh, double jointed knee, ankle tilt. And ankle rock. <laughs> so, like, everything I want in articulation below the waist is perfect on him. Like, like the ninja poses, like Hasbro originally envisioned him, totally doable. And then we get to Elita 1, and her articulation's good. It's, you know, like a lot of the generation figures. Her ankle rock doesn't exist. Like she has, like she can, she has an angle tilt to her, but it's part of her transformation engineering, which means it snaps to position. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, like you have like a, 
like you either have it like flat, like she's standing straight up, or at like not not quite a about a forty degree angle, I would say. So you can't have like a natural like slightly open pose. It's like and so like there's a weird range to it, and it's not a very tight hinge either. So like her posability gets limited because of that. So kind of uh, overshadowed by a wave mate <clears throat> syndrome. Kinda, yeah. Hmm. Which is unfortunate. And Generations has usually been pretty good about making sure everyone is mostly on par in the in transfer in the articulation. So it, it's it's a it's a minor bummer on her. I do like the toy, and I do think she does a lot of good stuff. That's again going in the right direction for female Transformer toys. There's there's just there is still just room for improvement here. Like like a couple things where I'm not quite sure why they were engineered the way they were. But like Yeah, like it's it's still nice. I still I still like her. I'm looking forward to Minerva, who should fit the shape of that mold a, a little bit better. Yeah, and ideally we see some more um uniquely shaped female Transformer uh, deluxes and Voyagers, etc. moving forward. I'm is jumping ahead a, a minute or two here. I, I'm already kind of one of the bummers about that new wave they revealed. I was like, "You were two for two, now we're not two for two. and I'm kind of not feeling point blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I hope I hope that we're not. It always feels like we get into a groove with starting to figure out female transformer toys in mainline, and it's like anyway we figured out a couple, and now we're getting back to. Getting back to the boys. You remember, you remember when, like, the best one we had on the shelves was a R.I.D. Warrior class figure? Yep. Who who should mm-hmm. be in Legacy. They, they we should There should be a Legacy strong arm. Uh, yep. She's been in two continuities. <laughs> uh, I was kind of hoping that she would be the three for three. Her or Stryka. That would have been really cool. But. Yeah, you know, so Stryka, strike, I'm holding out for Voyager on her. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I would be lightly miffed if Striker was a deluxe. Um, that that it would kind of bum. Even if it was a really good deluxe, it'd be like this is like legend scale Striker. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I think that does it for our acquisitions inquisitions. And so we we hinted at it. we can get straight into some a uh, little bit of toy news talk here. We we mentioned Netflix. I do want to call out because I've just been hearing about it today. Apparently, Transmissions got an interview going with uh. uh the guy working on that War for Cybertron book, but also F.J. DeSanto, who I had some um, misgivings about, who apparently went off and burned bridges with Hasbro during their podcast in some degree. I haven't listened to it, but I caught bits and pieces, and apparently he was very, like, not, I guess burn bridges might be a bit much, but on a also on a granular level, it sounds like he's saying the kind of things that would make a Hasbro not really work with him again, but... Apparently he went very raw about about the making of those Netflix cartoons, and he wasn't happy with them either. And um, admittedly, my my initial knee jerk is kind of like, well, I mean, given how many people are not into them, I would say that in your position. However, uh, I haven't listened to the thing yet, but uh, we mentioned we mentioned the Netflix stuff, so I figured I should put it out there because two different people mentioned that uh, in in uh, areas I was looking at today. So inter- hmm. interesting uh, to check that out. But uh, yeah, uh, we 
we got the official reveals for, I guess what you just call the August reveals from Transformers, which was one of the messiest reveal periods I think we've had in the last year or two. And this one uh, also didn't have a Q&A call associated with it. This whole thing kind of just was happening around... Did PulseCon happen or is that this month? This is how confused I am. Uh, no, end of the month. End of the month. Okay. So that, okay, PulseCon hasn't happened yet. Uh, but these were the ones where we did get the reveals of robot modes without accessories. And perhaps I am lightly miffed that, like, everything dribbled out <laughs> within a few days of us recording, but not officially, and then officially came out a little ways after. Anyway, I don't, I don't want to go, like, super detailed through all of this, um, especially on the ones that we already talked about. And uh, three of these, like, the most newest stuff in here is primarily Movie Studio Series, which I know uh, kind of bounces off you guys a little bit, right? Like, unless that has changed. Uh, I've so... made an exception in this wave. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, well, I'll ask about that. The Of the ones we saw already, the only thing I really want to point out is uh, Crankcase. Oh, oh, one other thing I'll say at the top of this. There there are volumes of information about all these toys that are, has been additionally posted on the three designer Instagrams for Evan, Mark, and uh, uh, Sam. So do go check all that out if you have interest in that kind of trivia. I'm going to crack off bits I remember as we go, but I don't want to go feature diving through all of it. Uh, but Crankcase, I do want to call out because I was really like, man, this looks like a weird like reverse retool of skids. It isn't. The front of the car is just a folded up gun, and that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was I was like, dang, that is actually a really clever way to get rid of the hood chest. So yeah, well, we saw that on the like the first um, when we first got those like are they CAD the white background photos because it was like that hood that that front car part was clearly upside down because mm-hmm. it had like the winch cable at the top and the like off-road lights at the bottom which that's not the way that it goes that's actually one of the product photos too i just yeah. looking now <laughs> so the the ones that are on like the cool background are set up correctly yeah oh yeah because the yeah, the <laughs> when it's upside down there's three lights just illuminating the floor <laughs> yeah uh so yeah cr- crankcase i gotta i gotta call that out the other ones really there's there was nothing because we, we got to see Skullgrin's vehicle mode, thank goodness. So we actually got to talk about Skullgrin properly. Um, the the only other thing is, like, there's now been, you know, an early in-hand on YouTube review of, of Point Blank. There's been a whole lot. Who is, by the way, now Point Blank again? I'm, I'm, it's not just me, right? They were calling him Blanker for one whole reveal, right? Oh, they absolutely were. Mm-hmm. And then he's just Point Blank. I, I want to know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> uh, but there's been some in-hand stuff on Point Blank. Uh, our boy doesn't have bicep swivels, and that feels super weird on a deluxe right now, especially one with a gun. Uh, and I, I'm, I, like, I don't think it looks terrible, but, like, I'm super unenthused with Point Blank. Um, lack of bicep swivels feels super weird for, especially for his transformation. And, like, his target master is, uh, fine. He's a deluxe. It's gonna be like that. But that little target master is, looks like suffrage in the face of how many uh, fold-in-half battle masters did we get for, like, three years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... it's, it's... That my, my other thing with him is I wish that the blue paint and blue plastic were, like, different blues. 
Because that, that blue clear plastic and the blue paint on it, half of the time, I'm like, Did they, is that one not? No, that one is painted. It's just at an odd angle, so you can't quite tell. Versus if that had been, like, oh, hey, yeah. just just nudge that Pantone down a few steps or up a few steps or something to like make it differentiate. Yeah, and and this is minor, but like for for like to to go as far as to go like we're gonna do like the weird wrong head that he had in the cartoon. It's like it's like come on, is Cyclonus gonna be the only one who ever does the Target Master turns into the hand as a gun? Then like it's, it's little things, little things. Uh, point point blank is like uh, it's frustrating me because everything about him visually I think is cool, but then like. On a tactile level, I'm just I'm just not feeling a lot of this these ideas. Like maybe it'll be different when he comes out, but um, other other than that, like there was there's been some excellent posts. Like there's a really good Instagram post about Inferno that recently went up. Um, we did get some new reveals to go with these though, uh, and uh, that includes some core class goodness. Some of which is out now. Core class wheelie I, is out mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, wheelie and ratchet. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I saw them yesterday about six hours after a big bad charged me for them. <laughs> that, that's that's where I'm like I'm like we don't really need to dig into these guys too deep reveals wise because like okay one of us is gonna have them by the next episode right so uh, well I mean pile of loot but hypothetically um, like I I saw a side by side a core class wheelie with um, the the uh, not core class, but the small one was it core class? The one from Titans Return was that called core class then, or was that Legends class? I can't remember. Uh, that was still Legends. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a side by side of Legends Wheelie and this core class Wheelie, um, which oddly sold me on both of them being valid because Legends Wheelie is like is like um, slightly older, just becoming an, an adult and a bit buffer Wheelie, and then this core class Wheelie is like little kid wheelie um he's just slimmer everywhere so like that's kind of neat and um and then they all but confirm that like this ratchet is going to be an iron hide at some point and that that's interesting you know there was also the joke of like it's core class ratchet from studio series because there's that frame where there's a tiny ratchet uh like standing in front of iron hide um so this technically is screen accurate <laughs> uh I'm just realizing his actually his artwork is him from the the bridge of the spaceship from the movie. It's it's really dark. There's two characters where it's like spaceship battle, and it's like that's where they die, dude. <laughs> that's where they, that's that's where Ratchet it's, suffers a horrific death. It's um, studio series. It's all they have. I know, but when we <laughs> get to Ironhide, it's even funnier. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait till we get like because this this little Ratchet is gonna have his little backdrop of the shuttle. And then you got to do something different for the Voyager that's inevitably coming out, right? Let's give the backdrop, but everyone's yeah. dead. Backdrop, yeah, backdrop's gonna be <laughs> shot up. You know, Braun's gonna be laying smoking in the background. If they do that, I will be hyped because that would that would be a pretty fun move. I mean, it's it's screen accuracy, it's a piece of packaging, but like just put a bunch of corpses. <laughs> I mean, in the Ratchet backdrop. and Ironhide were the last ones to go down, so it would make sense. Ab- absolutely. Uh, and that does bring us to probably the most exciting uh, reveal for uh, most folks who, especially if people are, are just not down with the movie robots, which is Studio Series Ironhide, the long-rumored, again, trickle-leaked, bits-and-pieces reveal 
thankfully, we skipped all of that and are just able to talk about him as properly as possible now. Uh, he is a Voyager. Um, we've seen a transformation uh, run through somewhere, um, which really shows off why he's a Voyager. He is just uh, rife with compacted moving parts. Um, the thing about him that's really funny is is they sculpted him with a really smug grin on his face. And this is representing the moment where he dies. Uh, I, I kind of like that. <laughs> um, it's also worth noting. Heroic nonsense, uh, right? Exactly. It's absolute heroic nonsense. That that hubris is about to uh, get him, uh, what is it? In the in the lost Japanese cut, you actually see his head explode. That was the old Usenet rumor. Um, but uh, it's worth noting. So I, I am a career ratchet, or, uh, Ironhide liker. Um, not even Ratchet, specifically, I always like Ironhide toys, which is funny because everyone hates Ironhide toys, all the modern ones, everyone hates them, I actually have always kind of liked them, I like this one too, uh, but I also can fully see all of the myriad ways that this toy doesn't work for people, I'm still kind of excited for him though, I I think he looks like what I want, uh, enough, but, uh, he is weird, he's got that weird, that Studio Series blur weirdness, uh, is one way I'd put it. Although his head sculpt is, is more spot on. Uh, TJ, how, how are you feeling about uh, Voyager Ironhide here? I'm kind of mixed on him. Uh, I'm with the crowd that I'm not quite happy with the the uncleanliness to the vehicle mode between a lot of panel gaps and the hinges just sticking out. Uh, oh yeah, the hinges I, are loud. Mm-hmm, they are super yeah. loud. Uh it, it does and, no favor. Even in these photos, you can see, oh, that's a clear plastic piece because they painted it. Oh, that's a solid uh-huh. plastic piece yeah. because uh-huh. they didn't, and, because they pick those tones that just they can't match between plastic and paint. And there's a couple little just blue things up top because someday there'll be a light bar up there. Uh, <laughs> but they're blue on this one because that's the color of his windshield. And his clear windshields do no favors to his truck mode. Uh, or oh, no. his robot mode mm. um, should, should have probably just been painted. Uh, he doesn't have a yellow stripe either. I mean, it's sculpted on there. That's, That's the, the one thing, thing the, I'll the, say. The, 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 the thing, like I can, I okay. So, I mean, I saw the pictures. I saw the comparisons. And in vehicle mode, he's huge. Like in vehicle mode, he looks Voyager size. Like I get, I'm not mm-hmm. taking that away from him. You know, he ends up being like a slight, slightly taller than Deluxe, which would be the correct scale for Ironhide. Give him that. And he gets by on just how ridiculously dense he is because of his transformation. Okay, I'll give you that. But this is, again, please tell me where the budget didn't have room for two yellow stripes. They, they spent it all on red, so they could translate the windshields. <laughs> I hate clear plastic. This is making me hate clear plastic more. <laughs> they, they spent it all on the red, and, and, I, and the, I guess maybe the rims as well. I mean, he's got silver-painted rims. Uh, but yeah, he's... <laughs> There are a lot of reasons to dog on him. I just think he looks like a fun toy uh, to transform, which always ends up being the case with me and Ironhides, where I'm just like, I just think they're fun to transform, and they're red, and I imagine them going, ah! But, like, no one's wrong about all these problems, and it's, like, it's it's kind of funny. Like, you can see the yellow stripe sculpted onto him, so it's like they've Uh uh preloaded him. Mm -hmm. They've preloaded him so you can add your own. Uh, oh, although they, it's they did this, did that on Tarantulas too. Like his leg paint is gone, but it's sculpted in. It's just like makes me more annoyed somehow. Yeah, I mean, 
the the bummer about about uh, being able to say oh they set you up to paint the yellow stripe in yourself is uh if you don't know how to undercoat have fun painting yellow onto red uh would be what i would say uh you'd want to do white first uh i mean it also sets them up for toy hacks repper label stuff although certainly there's going to be some gaps on the yellow stripe because there are three separate large hinges sticking out at different angles on the sides of the the van which here's where my brain rot comes in because he's iron hide i don't mind because i just always assume iron hide is a complete mess uh i just imagine him his alt mode being the the victim of many poor attempts to blend in with human society while trying to parallel park and this is just what his alt mode looks like now because he doesn't care it all goes into his legs uh (laughs) That, I mean, it doesn't excuse the excuse the issues. It's just that's that's how they don't bug me that much. Uh, Aaron, um, how about you? How, how are you feeling about uh, Ironhide here? Um, I I think I'm straddling that line as well. Like, I saw the transformation stuff of him. He like he does some interesting pieces of transformation and some some things that I'd like to see toyetically. But then it's like, oh. Ton of ton of clear plastic that maybe doesn't need to be clear. You know, those side windows end up as just these accessory clear plastic parts on the tops of his shoulders, and it's like, uh, hope, hope that works out, man. <laughs> but also, like, he just he's seems like he's going to be dense and like play pattern rich. So, I I don't know. It'll it'll all all depend on I think like. How 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 it hits me when I have it in hand, and how much that toy budget looks like. If the bank ever tells me how much money it's going to cost to get money for money for a house, yeah. And, and I mean, it, it. This is all exacerbated, right, by the part where he's a voyager, which has become an expensive price point. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's no longer. Oh yeah, it's just a bit more than a deluxe. It's like in some cases, it's. The deluxes are now straddling that line, and Voyagers, you know, in Canada, you, you factor in tax, a Voyager can run you near 50 bucks, right? And that's a pretty penny for one figure. Um, See, so I, I don't blame anyone who's like, I'm going to wait and see how this turns out. I just, like I said, all, all the, the issues with him are, are precisely on a wavelength that doesn't touch me that much, because uh, he's funny looking and he's Ironhide. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's probably going to be a Ratchet uh, as well. Would be kind of funny if maybe the ratchet just skips the clear plastic part and and uh, and goes for fully opaque. Although I suspect it's not that simple now that I'm saying it out loud because clear plastic has what different shrinkages and whatnot, and maybe you can't just hot swap them. I'm not sure in the CAD era. But Buzzworthy, Cliff Jumper, and Cop. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Never mind. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, Buzzworthy. Hey, maybe Buzzworthy Ironhide with with bright blue windows eventually comes out. I take it. I do it. Uh I mean they can't they can't file down the strange ulcers on the sides of his van, but you know, maybe they they're funnier when the windows are are bright blue. Uh and I, I think uh that just brings us to the um oh no. Uh, Rumble parentheses blue in core class as well. Uh, I, f- I almost forgot the best new name in all of Transformers. Um, I love that they put parentheses blue uh, beside his name. I like the precedent this sets. Uh, I wanted to just be completely, there are th- completely. Three random. others. 
Yeah. Yeah. Rumble parentheses red, frenzy parentheses red, frenzy parentheses blue. <laughs> well, I want I want them. It turns out there's always been four of them, and it's just those like twins that in second grade would swap shirts in the middle of the day to mess with the teacher. There's always been four of them. That's the real canon. It's just taken us 30 some odd years to get there. Here's what I I want. Okay, good. Here's what I want. I want this to be a permanent precedent. When they do a laser beak, I just want it to be laser beak red and buzzsaw yellow. (laughs) There's no confusion, but we now have to mark them this way. I just hope that with Rumble and Frenzy, it is a fully randomized algorithmic decision uh, every time where the the color is accurate, but otherwise it's just like they just push a button and it spits out the name to go with the color in parentheses. And also on every packaging refresh, it changes. I think that would also be great. You know, what uh, would be what would be amazing if they did like if, if we had like a Unicron situation and like. Due to like overproduction, we had frenzy red, but it's rumble in the box blue. I'd be so <laughs> hype! That would mess up everyone, and I would I would be here for the chaos. Uh, the the act the thing is the <laughs> the name to a degree I think for me has overshadowed the actual toy who looks fine. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. He folds up to be as small as a siege era cassette. Um, they wanted to keep that you know in line. Uh, unfortunately, that meant he ends up without elbows um, for a variety of reasons. One of them being that his arms apparently would just implode with the pile driver accessories he comes with attached. Um, the upside being the pile drivers mean that it, it's accurate for him to not have elbows because he just stick his arms out with pile drivers on them. Um, so he doesn't have he doesn't have elbows, but he has all the other joints. I suspect elbowed arms are going to be a DNA designs thing. That that feels like that's their wheelhouse. Uh, other than, like, I'm kind of, you know, whatever. Because, I mean, we have plenty of cassette robots that have come out without elbows. Uh, I can deal myself. Um, it's certainly, if he had elbows, I would be scrambling to pick this up. Because then he'd just be a tiny action figure, and I love those. But uh, I, I'm, I'm still digging how he looks. And he's core class, which means that it's it's a bit easier to uh, wait and find one with, uh, with the right discount and get him for, a, you know, a nice a bit of pocket money. Um but I, I think he turned out all right. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about Rumble Blue? I, like I said, it's it solves the thing. There's actually four of Soundwave's cassettes that all look the same. Correct. <laughs> I, I'm also hoping that we end up getting like uh, 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 Rewind Blue and Eject Black <laughs> or something. <laughs> I want uh, I want Rosanna, Rosanna Blue, and they just start adding other names in. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Hey, we need to actually re- refresh this name." So you all know who this is, but we need to put one of the other names in here. Uh, and uh, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Rumble Blue? Rumble Blue is fine. Like I, I I like that it's basically an improved version of the last one because I wasn't terribly thrilled with the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, um, the fact that he comes with both, with like both sets of accessories, pile drivers and guns, uh, marked improvement. So I, I will, I will give him that. I will let him exist at the core class, uh, with all that extra accessory to him. And I cannot wait to come across empty boxes of him at Walmart. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, is he is he not strapped in very very tightly? I didn't get a look at the uh, packaging photo. Oh, I mean he he is. Uh, he is very small and very much like in the same realm as movie ratchet. 
or movie uh, Ravage. Oh, so you could just peel him out if you. If I, you I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting. I'm expecting to find like, like pe- like gutted boxes at Walmart. Yes. Uh, the thing that's bugging me at Walmart is the Walmart Legacy toys still have a plastic window, and it's not that I don't. I actually, I'm fine with eliminating plastic. I just think it's a super weird look when the Legacy Walmart toys that are the exact same box layout have windows, and then some of the other ones don't. Because then it just makes Walmart look worse. Because I'm like, so y'all aren't even participating in the barest minimum of this green campaign. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 been kind of uh, been kind of peek into the into the inside corners of some of those toys before I pick them up. Um, and uh, peeking into the corners, we've gotten into the Studio Series movie reveals here. Uh, I got opinions on these. I don't know if y'all do. These are getting pretty niche. These are getting into movie four and five, which I know is an absolutely niche wheelhouse nowadays. Uh, but I gotta say, I need to see more. I know Sam on Instagram has been doing a lot of photos that are starting to alleviate my fears. I really need to see more posed images of Studio Series crosshairs. Because they're, they're talking a lot about how, like, oh yeah, this guy's going to actually be articulated with the with the coat and everything. And um, but like his stock photo is him standing completely stock still with his elbows bent. And I'm like, you're not telling me in this photo <laughs> that he's very poseable. Uh, there there are some better photos on Instagram, which are you know like, I'm I'm a little bit more into this. Cause I like this design a lot, and I, I also appreciate Sam on Instagram was very transparent about the fact that this is a design that you can't make a an, a good transformer out of without a lot of work because none of the car is on him. Uh, the entire car disappears when he turns into a robot. Um, it's also worth mentioning, Sam pointed out on Instagram in his stories, um, that you can remove the kibble backpack to have a fully screen accurate crosshairs if you want. It's attached via a ball socket joint, so you can just pop it off if you don't want to have all of the car stuff folded up back there, which is kind of cool as a concept. Um, but again, this is a, a movie four or five Autobot. I don't know if either of you care about this character. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, not, te- not terribly on my side. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's interesting. The, the like trench coat capy idea, but yeah, these every other what, toy version of him has had has been very poorly put together because of that, and so many of the characters after about the second movie were just stacks of knives, yelling lines, and then Bumblebee, and then Optimus Prime. Yeah, not not untrue, not untrue. Mm. Yeah, I I, I feel like I, I feel like the same engineering thought goes into him as like name an RC. Yeah. Where we can't really mm-hmm. do anything with this car. Let's just have it just like spilled out onto his back, except he has the excuse where he doesn't even have to work on folding it up. Well, yeah. And that's, that's always been the, the hypothetical fun of crosshairs is that he's a robot with a trench coat. So you can, you can go wild on him. And it, it what I will say is the more photos I saw of him on Instagram, the more I feel like this might actually be realizing the dream to some degree, but 
I, I really, I was just at the time gobsmacked how utterly boring his robot mode pose is on his box art. Cause I'm like, you've posed him as though his legs don't work, which was my fear that his legs wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, there, there are some better photos on Instagram. I don't have them handy because also take better photos for the box. Come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's... again, that's the thing that I'd, I'd love to know what the process is. I mean, I know that they have photographers that come in and, and do a bunch of these photos, but at a certain level, you got to be like, hey, if these guys aren't doing like their part to make these look good, like, that impacts sales, maybe like, why not? Well, also, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find why, some why not, here. Why not walk the designers down to, to where the photos are going and say, "Hey, can you like show me what this can do?" Not, I have one as a car. I have one as a robot. Click clack, rotate ninety degrees. Click clack. Okay, there we go. Next. Well, the the thing is, like, they, you know, there's three designers on Instagram, and they are all taking photos. Um, but mm-hmm. Sam's photos are also like legit artistic like they're actually Mm -hmm. really good and i i think they should be getting used for uh for packaging shoots uh in some way or at least promo because like sam takes really good outdoor photos of uh of the test shots um instagram wants was sending me a code to log in on this computer because like dang it i want to get a look at sam's photos uh but uh, yeah, like like um, that. Uh, uh, what is it? That that crosshairs aside, um, we also got to see Hot Rod, who is from Movie Five, which is the most malignable of all the films. If, let's be real. Uh, the thing is, Hot Rod was low key one of the best parts of Movie Five. So um, Hot Rod also never had a good official toy because his only official toy, for the most part was a retool of Lockdown that kind of looked like Hot Rod at a distance. So this is a, a brand mm-hmm. new uh, Hot Rod who is designed from the ground up to be Hot Rod uh, and uh, apparently is incredibly uh, well posable, which you can actually kind of see in the robot mode photo, thank goodness. Um, but uh, also like has a really nice alt mode, and uh, by all accounts, the transformation is... Uh, quite intense. The the car disappears for the most part, but disappears into the robot. And uh, you know you still get a nice hood chest. Um, you get his weird time gun. Like I, I like Hot Rod uh, from the movie verse quite a bit because he, he's barely in movie five, but he's a fun cartoony Transformers character in movie five. So he you know obviously stuck out to me. Um, so I, I'm kind of excited about this one because I, I I would just I, the only good toy of him that is of him is a third-party masterpiece uh, scaled toy by by uh, Unique Toys and DX9. So uh, th- this one just seems to be hitting it for me. I think that they, they pulled them off. Um, I, I like the shape of the robot mode, so I, I'm into this one. Does this uh, activate anything for either of you two? Um, it probably wouldn't be his on-screen appearance, but, like, it's a nice robot, it's a nice car. I don't know. I'm shrugging. So... Here's the thing for Hot Rod is that he automatically has points for me from the movie because he's one of the very, very few Transformers I can remember actually talking in vehicle mode, which seems like the most obvious way of integrating a character without adding to the CGI budget. He's the only one who ever did, if you don't count Bumblebee. (laughs) 
just like mind blowing to me that they took five movies to figure it out and only he did it. And only um, once. And then he transformed, and then they they built five hundred World War Two robots to transform off in the background. So you're like, well, <laughs> <laughs> money spent. But uh, right. TJ, do you have do you have any interest in this figure? I actually have this on pre order. Hell yeah! This is, this is my exception. He looks really, really good. Like I like it's one of those toys where I don't know how they got that vehicle into that robot, and I want it in hand to find out. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is stuff that just flips inside out, and then a lot of just smart placement, I think. Um, it probably helps that the hood is actually on his chest. Like, I think that that, that probably does a whole lot to bring it together. Um, I know that that helped a lot on the Unique Toys DX9 version, which is by their resident wizard who's able to make round cars turn into chunky robots, but, like... The, the shape of Hot Rod is... It's, of all the late movie designs, he's one of the most, like logical Transformers looking ones. Uh, so yeah, this is a, this is a very exciting figure to me also because he's, he has been in studio series, but it was, again, he was a retool of world war two Bumblebee, which was a janky little figure. And the hot rod one, I think was jankier. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about movie hot rod here? Um, this, he at least has interest because, you know, just like TJ said, I, I want to see how this goes between the two modes. Because looking at him as a robot, like you see car chests, and that's about it. Like, there's a lot of flippy-doos that's going on. You know, you can see some set of wheels on the on about where his elbow is. Like, that. that to me is more interesting of, like, how does this, you know... Again, it's it's last night, it's a you know, the the later part where they just kind of went off the rails with some things. But at least this one looks like it's it would be interesting for like puzzle play type of stuff versus, you know, where crosshairs I don't know, he may be, but he also just seems like he just kind of crunches out of a car shell. Yeah. So Yeah, this this is doing a lot more um a lot more in 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 the vein of the DX9 unique toys wizard of of making mm-hmm. the car parts invert in creative ways. Like you can see the rear windshields under his feet. Uh they've got those ridges there from the back of the car. Uh it's just it's clever clever placement of mass. Uh, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. I am also actually excited about leader class the fallen. I keep forgetting he's leader class, which bums me out cuz it means he's going to be expensive and enormous, but um I'm just going to drop my hot take now. I like his alt mode. I think it looks like a video game spaceship. That's all I want out of a, out of an alien spaceship is for me to think I could I could fight it in R type, and he looks like one to me. He looks like a space invader. I I like that alt mode. The entire planet is dunking on his alt mode, and you know, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you? D- Anyway, um, he's got a removable face. So you can <laughs> actually not a removable face. I think it's a. I think I think it's a head swap actually. And he's got a stick, uh, and he's a leader class. So he's going to be like seventy bucks, and he's gigantic. But um, that aside, I think they went out. They went all out on him and gave him an actual transformation in a way that he never really got to enjoy before. Uh, and those those things kind of endear me a little bit. Um, <laughs> TJ, how are you feeling about Studio Series The Fallen? Let's get something straight here. 
Let's get something straight. I've been in the if all your friends jumped off a bridge scenario, okay? <laughs> that is a thing that has existed in my life because we got a short, we got a bridge over a river that's deep enough to just jump into and you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> so I've been there. I've been there. My friends telling me, go get your swimsuit. Come jump off a bridge with us. You're like, the, literally, you're the punchline to a, yeah. a boomer joke. <laughs> but guess what? Um, I'm, 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 I'm jumping off the bridge because I don't like how this thing looks. Uh, he makes a wonderful metal pretzel. Um, yeah, no, no one likes how it looks. I just had to get that off my chest because I think he actually looks really good in spaceship mode. No one believes me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> No one believes you because you're wrong. No one believes me because the world is wrong. This is the one the one time I'm going to be the insane person saying the funny line. I don't see the problem with the alt mode. It it looks like a spaceship to me. I mean, anything you put a translucent cockpit onto is going to look like a spaceship in some form. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But like the way I the way I kind of quantify this is like there is. Robot lies down and his head flips over, and then there's this where, like, he doesn't look like a person, and, like, that's also another big step, right? It's like they didn't just make him a man lying down with a cockpit in the middle. Like, he see, he, he forms shapes. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. It's like, I normally, I can forgive Cybertronian forms because they don't have to disguise themselves as anything. They're transport. They're not, like... I, I, I'm hiding as you know, this Ford Bronco. No, you're not. No, you're you're in space. You can turn into anything you want. <laughs> and this is a this is one of the ancient primes. So he has even less excuse to hide anything. So like on a like super primitive, I just need to turn into a thing with thrusters. Okay, fine. Like I, the, the thing I see, like those two big rings over his wings that are formed by those like funny ball socket panels. It's just immediately I see like warp gates inside of them as his propulsion. Like the and it, this is again where they tapped into a visual that activates my imagination. And imagine if there was fiction to go with this. You know, the, I have to say the joke, right? But uh, it's that little extra thing of adding three dimensions as well that does it for me. Because another thing that the spaceship modes I don't stand up for do is that they're usually dead ass flat. They're like they got run over by a car. Uh, like this has this has a Z axis, which also it's it's small things, right? But it it still makes me pleased because this could have been phoned in so much harder. That's that's why I like it too. Uh, but yeah, I got it off my chest. <laughs> Doesn't help. He's leader class. He is the most expensive price point in all of Studio Series. TJ, <laughs> uh, do you have any interest in the Fallen? <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's because that's the thing, right? Even if you're like, well, the robot mode's nice. How much is he? He's leader class. Oh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> so a, it's not even it's not even that either. It's not even that either. Yeah. This was a Voyager. I still is, wouldn't if, care. Yeah, if it was a deluxe, I'd be passing on. I, I'm just layering like, the things on. Like the fact he's the, leader the, class the, is like is like the he, the head coming off is a neat thing. And I think it is the whole head. Yeah. Yeah. I think like his head crashed down to like the. The Jurassic Park, what was that? The 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 oh the, yeah dinosaur yeah. like that that crest thing that Egyptian crest looking thing. I think all of that comes off to be his like skinned head underneath it, and like 
that's a neat oh, thing. Oh, did you see the photos where someone showed he has a mouth joint so he can actually scream when you take the head off? <laughs> <laughs> that's just... that, that they did something interesting with that he has like two sets of upper arms to a lower arm. That's kind of neat. I just... The Fallen is such a... <laughs> garbage character. <laughs> garbage character. Garbage, like... The, the, he needed to come with some of those like, like Decepticon newts he was taking care of. That's that's what he's missing. Well, this is his stick. Yeah. So he could have a stick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just so much of of all of that. Of I can't wait for more of the new era of Transformers movies, and I hope they are all more in the vein of the Bumblebee movie with actual plots that feel like they have impact and resonance at a human level and not just again the michael bay stacks of knives getting thrown at each other set piece explosions uh, that, that's also i think robot testicles that, that's why there's all these things that endear me about this toy because it's kind of like devastator right like the fact that they did a combining devastator of mm-hmm. of this deranged silly thing that was that was double wasted in its own film uh, didn't even get mm-hmm. to be a climactic moment, and then there's this loving toy of it, and I, I got really attracted to that. It's kind of the same thing. It's it's the alt mode. Oddly enough, I keep going, I keep going on about it. the alt mode on this is what made me suddenly kind of like this because I'm like, you put in all this work to have him actually transform into a shape that he never really assumed in the movie of this loving design of this Egyptian Decepticon insignia demigod who never got to do that really in the movie, who then suffered this ignoble death of having his face ripped off and shrieking. And then you built that into the toy down to having a mouth joint for him to <laughs> shriek. Yeah. And, and it's like, there's, and it's all at the leader I, price point, which is the least impulse buyable price point in the entire <laughs> planet. So it's like, there's a, this, this thing is the underdog on every level. And something about that is resonating with me. I love that, like, we worked in a gimmick to this toy. What is it? Horrific death. The meme. It's the meme that undercuts every potential moment of menacing factor this character ever had. It's on the toy now. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and it's a thing where, like, I can appreciate that. It's just not my bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. It goes without saying. All these things I'm saying are not me saying, so you all should love it, too. It's just, like... The only thing that I got a little miffed about was was like calling his alt mode the worst nothing that ever came out when I'm like, dog, there have been so much worse alt modes. I'm not saying that it's a fight for the worst here. It's just like in the in the realm of alien spaceship alt modes, this is a good one. Uh mm-hmm. you gotta I, I feel that I gotta give him that because also like I laid out, this toy is fighting the longest uphill battle. I'm amazed this is even being made. Like <laughs> There are other characters to do in leader class. Like you, I thought we would see leader class that giant Autobot airplane that wasn't a transformer. Uh, you know the one that came with the tiny Optimus Stratosphere. Stratosphere. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd see Studio Series Stratosphere before the Fallen. Like genuinely, <laughs> I'm waiting for other Dinobots. What happened to that? Oh, they they fell into uh, what do you call it? They they fell into this weird pocket in the middle of the world where Grimlock is famous, so he got made. But like the rest of them are like the the ones that came out are quote unquote good enough because they're, they're not bad toys; they're just funny looking. Uh, but I think that they're stuck in that mire where it's like, look, we made Grimlock shut up. 
<laughs> uh, anyway, I had to give the Fallen's uh, flight mode its due. Um, that uh, that that brings us to uh, the end of that topic, and we got one other reveal because this was a whole saga that I wanted to quickly relay because I was part of this to a degree. Canon, not continuity, the camera company revealed they were doing an Optimus Prime who turns into a Canon camera, and immediately Transformers fandom says reflector though so there was a whole day of that during which i went on twitter at one point and i was like look here's the way the world works for this nonsense so they're going to do optimus prime because canon as a company doesn't understand what transformers is so they're just going to want optimus prime now someday maybe they'll get convinced to do a, a megatron or a sound wave maybe as because sound wave is also famous reflector is not famous unfortunately so I think you got to just gird yourself to maybe expect a sound wave at best. 30 minutes later, Takara Tomy Mall exclusive <laughs> Canon Transformers Reflector was announced and revealed. I take credit for that toy existing because the timing was so perfect where I was like, I think I just, uh, I just willed that thing to exist through contrarian statements. You know, like I manifested that reflector by asserting it couldn't exist. And it resisted me. <laughs> uh, so there's going to be a reflector. It's a Karatomi Mall exclusive. In- instead of a Matrix, he comes with the the quantum dial, which is a rotary telephone. It's quite funny. Um, and uh, this this thing is extremely expensive for what it is. It turns into a one to one scale Canon uh, EOS R5, I believe. Um, and uh, R R5 EOS R5 is the big thing that's plastered on both of them. So probably. Yeah, I just want I want it to be triple sure uh so uh, it's it's got it's got full functionality as a, as a camera as far as the physical things you can take the lens cap off and you can accurately uh remove the lens as well uh which made me think like okay so it's gonna be a gimmick toy it's overpriced because it's canon i watched the transformation video it's still very expensive but I, that transformation was friggin' cool uh because it doesn't parts form you can leave everything attached to transform him because the lens contains his arms and they do a really cool fold over maneuver. The side of the camera is his legs and you open the viewfinder to open a door for the legs to swing down into hip position. Uh, it's really friggin' cool. It's a shame that he's going to be like 130 bucks because either version, because that's extremely expensive and the robot mode aesthetics, like even though the transformation excuses it for me somewhat, he, they look funny. They've got gigantic shoulders and little tiny legs. Uh, but uh, the transformation, dang, if that was not really cool, the way that that worked. I, you guys checked out that video, I believe, so you, you saw what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm assuming this is outside of all of our wheelhouses as far as, like, you don't want to pay likely $30 just because it says Canon on it. Um, but, uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about uh, the Canon cross-transformers crossover here? Uh, I think it's interesting for sure. Like the, the knobs and dials and wheels that all work on it. It looks like even the buttons will have a press to them, which is kind of bonkers to be doing. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have a question about, since I know due to Alfie and all of her Nikon stuff is that lens, like, is that the same mounting hardware? I really want to like, know. Could you take a <laughs> Canon EOS 
R5 lens that would be compatible and lock that in place. He, he, you know, obviously it's not going to do anything because it's not really a camera. Yeah. But it looks like it's got that like you put it in quarter turn action, and that may actually be a Canon lens cap on the end of it. Here's what here's so, what I want to like, know. Does it have that? You know, have you ever taken a lens on and off of one of those cameras? Not off of a Canon. Oh, okay, because they have a very specific sh- kind of hand feel when you yeah. do that. If that tactile feedback is in there, I may buy one eventually because mm-hmm. that's a really good tactile feedback. But I'm not sure if they could possibly build that into this, unless that's part of the price point. <laughs> yeah. That and the other thing is, uh, sitting here going through the uh, instruction video again, or the transformation video again, um, I wish that the the like the screen opening on the back of it has another piece that it drags along with it, mm-hmm. rather than being itself. And that seems like a place where you, that seems like a basic play pattern thing. Like, granted, this isn't a a toy that you're given to a kid for him to just like run around and pretend to be a photographer with. But that, this is definitely this is definitely adult collectible. However, it seems like that that piece coming off to seem to be like a screen would be better than with the other chunk of stuff. Well, also there is a whole play pattern of taking the lens and the lens cap off, so you kind of are supposed to be pretending this is a real. Yeah, case. So I'm like you know you're right. That yeah. should have been. It should have been something. That's back true there. because. Because his head and arms are all folded up in the in the body of that lens, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, also, I, I just realized we should say it before someone else, you know, if, if, unless someone was going to say it. Like, I think we all acknowledge the way that you put the Matrix in looks ridiculous. It looks very mm-hmm. silly. <laughs> and I don't think anyone here thinks otherwise, but just in case someone out there is like, okay... Okay, Chris just went on his his sudden defense of leader class, The Fallen. Is someone going to stand up? For, no, no one's going to stand up for the Matrix. It looks very silly. Uh, I love I love how the most powerful and desired relic in all of Transformers is behind one glass lens, right in smack dab in his chest. I like how it looks like a piece of dust that got stuck in the lens too. Like, it doesn't even look like it's supposed to be there. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about the Canon Cross Transformers pair? Oh, this thing is the kind of ridiculous I like to look at from afar, but would not participate in. I've seen the price tag; it's a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was it's a wrong. Little bit much for me. I went and double checked it. If you go through like a BBTS, it's one fifty, not one thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know some camera buffs who would go nuts over this. You know, like this. This is right in their wheelhouse. Um, I am very happy that a world and a universe exists where Reflector is an Optimus Prime remold. Hell yeah. Something about that I really like. Hey, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make me me a Rapido and then I'll believe in your powers. (laughs) Well, I I will, but then I'm going to be a horrifying bigot as well. That's a reference that we can't go into. Wow. Um but uh yeah, I uh I I I want to track down the the reflector um someday. I hope if someday DHL is not the only shipping option, I can pull the good old Mandarake uh antics and track one down for yeah. a decent discount. That that would be the dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would yeah, pay a yeah. hundred for that reflector. 
Like if I had, I, I might be in that. I might be in that same boat. Yeah, if I can find like a Mandarake listening that says, you know, you know, se- you know, severe damage. You would never want this. And like, okay, okay, and it shows up for a hundred. <laughs> the box chips, is and dented. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone put them. Some someone someone's sharpie marked a corner. Because what what I will yeah. say size wise, right? Because this is one to one. Canon camera body is kind of big, and that lens is kind of big. Mm-hmm. The robot mode is probably yeah. kind of big, so it's not it's not like as egregious as the label days. Uh, like there's heft in there. Um, it's just like I genuinely think at least thirty bucks of that price is the Canon brand. Uh, I don't think that comes cheap, as far as like you know them being a major partner in this whole project. Uh, but yeah, it's it looks all right, you know. <laughs> It's not as expensive as the watch stand, Optimus. Remember that? I already forgot about it, but I just remembered it. Oh, yeah. That thing was a lot more expensive because <laughs> it came with a whole ass watch. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the reflector side of that was quite funny to me. Um, and I, I certainly would be getting the reflector. I, the Optimus does... The fact that it's Optimus versus reflector makes me want the Optimus version less because I'm like, I can't even have him fight a silly Megatron. Uh... Anyway, uh, that brings us to our listener question for the episode. This one is from TF's on vacation. Just doing one this episode because we had some stuff to talk about. Uh, hi, TJ Omega and the podcast crew that you definitely are the host of. Uh, remember when Rise of the Beasts was going to release on June 24th, 2022? Good times. I don't even remember that timeline anymore because that changed so many times and so fast and never felt like it was going to happen anyway, but... Remember how there was like a time when we would have already seen the next Transformers movie? That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's now what June nine twenty three? Probably. I don't remember. I just know it's next year. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Question continues. I've been thinking a lot about the live action movie toy lines from over the years, and it got me wondering which of the five films had the best original toy line. Sublines can count, like All Spark Powered or Hunt for the Decepticons, but I was wondering more about the core toy lines. Uh, alternatively, which toy line, in your opinion, had the best original non movie characters? Excited to hear your thoughts. Click. I am going to say, I think Hunt for the Decepticons would and like reveal the shield would like utterly derange this question. So I, I'm thinking let's just stick to the actual like core movie toy line that had deluxes and voyagers. Um, that's a bit more of a fair comparison, most probably. Uh, and then in, work in like like 84 Autobots while I was at it. Yeah, or like Bludgeon, right? Like mm. <laughs> it gets a little bit unfair. I thought. Oh, well, was Bludgeon was Bludgeon part of one of those things, or was he Bludgeon? Was, part- no, Bludgeon was Revenge of the Fallen, and then it was Bonsai Tron that was Hunt for the Decepticons. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that all that really muddy era. Because um, because if I just kind of think like if if I basically if I erase all the toys that we consider to be classics toys now, which I think is in the spirit of the question, uh, I would actually say Dark of the Moon probably myself. Which is weird because I think I like Age of Extinction more as an experience that I lived through, but Dark of the Moon has just more neat stuff buried in it, in my opinion. Like Terra Dive, or uh, not Terra, Space Case, and um, what's it? Uh, uh, the, the helicopter Voyager everyone loved because the propellers went Sky away. Skyhammer. Skyhammer. Um, 
there's just there's just like more weirdly movie but not fully movie toys in it that didn't fully cross the Rubicon to just being classics toys, I feel. But that that's just me. Uh it also was the one that was the most affected by budget cuts, so it has that going against it too. <laughs> but I don't know, do you guys do you guys have a feeling on this? Like um trying to remember what's the name of the line that was like the the uh came with the little human figures human, human alliance? alliance like human alliance but the small yeah. ones i'm thinking you mean well i mean if we if we're saying kind of a line because there were like larger size ones and then the smaller ones that were like it's a motorcycle that turns into a backpack helicopter thing yeah yeah i i, I always mm-hmm. think of the smaller one as its own line just because it felt like a spiritual successor to power core combiners in an odd way um like the torso robots uh but yeah human alliance was actually pretty solid i think like there were there were more yeah, hits quick wiki says that that bridged uh from revenge of the fallen uh into dark of the moon yeah yeah Oh, yeah, because it went all the way up to Soundwave, I think was the final Human Alliance yeah. toy. Um, yep, that's, that's what this is showing. Yeah, because there, there were some good, I mean, the figures themselves were good that they were like alternator-style transformations. Mm-hmm. But then they also had like seats for people and like gun turret locations for people as well that didn't... The the couple that I messed with as I was packing away the collection room, they did not seem like they were impacting heavily upon, like, the car or the transformation. Oh, no, no. Like, the, what, what was it? There was one that had, like, a weird, it was, like, on his shin, which would be the worst gunner placement for, for a person. Puke <laughs> like, every five seconds as he walks yeah. forward. <laughs> uh, no, because I think Sideswipe and the, and the twins were the only real misses in that line. And the, and the twins ostensibly were kind of mixed hit misses. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was it was like a lot of surprising, you know, not like not like masterpiece hits, but like, hey, this is actually pretty all right. Um, mm-hmm. And the and the, yeah, the smaller ones I think were were gold. Those were some excellent transformers. Full stop. Uh, like the oh, there was the chainsaw snow vehicle one, and oh yeah, that was some ice cool pick, stuff. ice pick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Them and the power core combiners are like just little transformers who were part of a bigger gimmick. But if you set that gimmick aside, a lot of them were just really cool little transformers too. Um, damn, I forgot how wide Human Alliance went. Because mm-hmm. um, because it was a slow line. It was like three waves a year or something. It wasn't. Yeah. And like two things in each wave. It wasn't like they were trying to really blow it out so it probably just gave them more time to be a little bit more you know have a little bit more dirtle time of you know make it right over make eight of them oh uh, yeah absolutely especially when they got into the smaller ones i think that was the real renaissance like the the big ones were mm-hmm. generally pretty good but the small ones made it feel like they, the small ones made it feel like a better like a how do i put this it was like mask transformers almost mm-hmm. and like Yes. And and the mask side was the pilot, not the transforming gimmick. It was like Transformers with human pilot partners. And like the old argument, it made me think, oh, imagine a fiction built around this cast, right? Like these these mm-hmm. tight duo partnerships. Oh, it would have been so cool. Um, 
which yeah also it also yeah like you said crosses into dark of the moon era which i think was a really strong era for the movie toys uh creatively um i don't know tj do you have any other thoughts on lions uh that, that we might have missed strangely enough my answer was also going to be dark of the moon yeah yeah All i right. found like yeah for me it was revenge of the fallen was such an overly engineered line that it was hard for me to really enjoy it like there's a lot in that toy line it was just way too complicated for me to get into i feel like dark of the moon is when they started figuring out that blend between like traditional engineering and movie aesthetic mm-hmm. to where a lot of those figures felt a lot smoother a lot more solid uh like i had uh, what i can't remember if it was skid i think it was skids i had skids and that skids was felt way better and way stronger of a figure than his revenge of the fallen counterpart oh yeah yeah the twins had those simpler um uh, black paneled versions like stealth versions for Dark of yeah. the Moon. And yeah, they were way more fun as toys than the Revenge of the yeah. Fallen ones. I th- Well, a big, a big thing was all the gimmick in Dark of the Moon was shunted off into these big weapons. Yeah. Which were ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it meant a lot of that quirky engineering was completely separate from the robot. So the toy could just be a solid toy. Yeah. You know, and uh, Dark of the Moon is also... Uh, where we got Cyberverse. Yes. Oh, like yes. Mini yeah. line inside the line. Yeah, original Cyberverse, which was like I collected that whole line because it was kind of easy to over time, uh, and it was a really fun line. Like those little play sets as like centerpieces, and ah, oh, it was like the only way to get creative versions of the Dreads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, because I'm going to say, when it comes to the alternate you know, line of questioning here, best original non-movie characters, I think Dark of the Moon takes that, too. Uh, with, like, with stuff like, like um, Space Case and Skyhammer and, and all those... Just all the, and, and the Human Alliance small characters. Like, just all these original movie-esque characters that didn't... They didn't have to lean into being G1 or even Neo Classics. They were just like, what if the movie was a little bit cooler visually? Uh... And a little, a little bit more cartoony visually. Um, yeah, Dark of the Moon. That was a un- understated line that did, that got a lot of guff at the time. Is how I remember it. Mm. Uh, I, I will say for original stuff, I think I do like the original line better. But that's because a lot of their completely mm. original toys leaned more heavily into classic Cybertron style engineering that I really preferred. Well, and, and they had that whole kind of uh video game oriented run of mono eye decepticon characters who felt like they had a cartoon but didn't mm-hmm. those those are a very strong contender too i was just realizing that that that's yeah like payload and the bunch and and swindle uh yeah well and the ones like yeah uh stockade and wreckage were really good too yeah 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 late 07 movie line had some solid stuff too um revenge of the fallen yeah like revenge of the fallen um it's 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 like it's a line that I think nowadays you wouldn't believe was just on shelves. Like when you mess with toys from it, it's, you know, mm-hmm. certain toys from it. But yeah, like as far as original characters, because I think didn't Revenge of the Fallen it was still primarily movie characters, right? Outside of the Scout class. Oh yeah, the Scout class yeah. was very original. But 
Oh, but the scout class was really good too. No, nah, no, nah, I think I think I still I would still say Dark of the Moon for me, but I might I, give. I mean, I mean Dark, Dark Dark of the Moon had the Voyager Megatron truck. Oh yeah, you're right. You're that, right. That's yeah. all. That that automatically wins. I would say for best original non-movie characters, I would actually say Revenge of the Fallen Scouts because those things were just dripping with character and a lot of them had no connection to the films. Uh, that's I think I'd lean towards them a little bit, but yeah, yeah. The the O seven line had some solid ones too. A good question. This is a good question. I like thinking about it. I do I do like that like the moment you think about live action movie toy lines, you do get to, in the spirit of the question, you just nullify everything that got eaten up by Neo Classics. You're just like, no, these are not part of the question. <laughs> uh anyway, let's uh, let's move into our final little bit here. Let's talk a little bit about off topic gets. Um I know Aaron got a small one. Uh <laughs> Aaron, so what you did you? I know you you were you were out you were out hunting at Walmart and stuff for one of these things, but uh, you ended up getting from another another yeah. collector got one for you here. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we currently have an offer in on a house, um, moving out of the random gunfire neighborhood and into a, a better neighborhood. But uh, uh, yeah, it's a two bedroom, three bath, uh, with two garages, one upstairs, one downstairs. Uh, I'll leave the the chat and Twitter to to come find me and ask me and figure that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we're looking forward to it. We spent like the last two weeks just boxing everything up. Um, finally, have the the majority of my collection boxed up. I still have uh, Alfie wanted me to to box up her her jazz and shockwave stuff. Um, just because she saw how I was packing mine away and she's like i would prefer if you did it rather than me because i just toss it in a box and i know that's not the right way so <laughs> um so yeah we're 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 in the intermediate phase while the bank does whatever the heck it is that banks do uh before giving a loan and sending vague messages about uh oh we're missing documentation before we can go any further and then you have a paranoid say seven and a half hours of waiting for it to figure out what the documentation is. And they just wanted to see, Oh, the check that you wrote for, for some other payment of this process <laughs> is cleared. And it's like, well, I showed you the bank account that has four X that amount. Did you think that it won it? Like, why, why is this a thing you need to know? You know, you might've hired that bank the... account. Yeah. I don't know, but that's been my, yeah, what I got and will probably be it for a while and then hopefully it'll be what we got rid of here in about a month will be and we rapidly got an offer on our old house and so now yeah. I can have a bunch of that money back into all of my rainy days and put a bunch towards the 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 uh the principal of this new house so, so a, a since I just spent like $14,000 on an HVAC system that could have been a significant larger down payment but what you gonna do well a i was gonna say i i'm 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 expecting you probably aren't gonna get into collecting more of these things but if you get a big enough shelf i guess you could probably uh jam like two up there maybe if you ever felt like it maybe uh the other one was when i told my mom that you got that you got a house the first thing she actually said was like oh no now he's in that really awkward period where he technically owns two houses and I was like, yeah, yeah. he probably is very awkward. Yeah, that's that's part of why I'm making sure that I have everything boxed as early as I can. Any of my, like, 
local friends that I've helped move a few times because I'm the guy with the truck. I'm now calling in all of those markers to be like, look, I'm not saying it's got to be, you know, an eight hour day of moving big, heavy things. But like, you know, a couple nights after work, if you wanted to swing by and load your car and my car up with boxes and take it over to the new place and unload them all and like that'd be a great help because there's a lot. And so it was like talking with a friend that's still, he's 20, he's 23 because he's still on his parents' insurance and that falls off at 24. And he's like, oh, I've moved every year. It's not that hard. I'm like, yeah, but you moved from like, what, a dorm room back home (laughs) and then from home to a dorm room and then to an apartment that you split with four people. So you had like your bedroom and three plates and a TV, like... Turns out when you live in a place for 16 years, you accumulate a lot of things. And when you have two toy collectors that collect a bunch of toys, you end up with a lot of things. There's yeah, five, five bookshelves of books that I've put three and a half of those into boxes so far. And that's a bunch of heavy boxes because they're books. Yeah. It's, it's a box full of wood. Like... <laughs> There, there. I, I'm going to need a bunch of sequential muscle on things, let alone like that house is keeping. They're leaving the washer, dryer, uh, oven, and refrigerator, and they're all. They all appear to be okay appliances, but all the appliances that I have here are like upgrades to them. So I'm not going to leave my better ones behind. I want to take my new ones over, you know. Yeah. There and and so then it's like okay, well then to sell this house do I then take the other ones and bring them here so that just like when somebody does the walkthrough, oh, washer dryer, it's got a fridge, it's got an oven. Those are, you know, that's 2 to 5,000 dollars of other stuff you're not having to do when you buy a house if that's the thing that gets me the edge to sell this house like I'm all for that, but it's all just that, like, that's going to be the heavy move and, like, getting the mattress and box spring down from upstairs to get it into the new bedroom. Yeah, getting, like, getting things through be, doorways as well, even. Yeah, th- those are going to be the things that are the, I, I need concentrated muscle for, like, a day, maybe two, depending on how some of the stuff goes and... Away we'll go. I'm, I'm gonna but. I'm gonna I'm gonna wax a little philosophical here about this for a second. So, a, uh, I have come to believe after going through uh, one and a half moves myself, and I found them horrifying to go through. Uh, when it comes to local friends, it is like one of the simplest and also most I would call it expectable things. Is like if you have a local friend who is moving. You have to offer to help. You don't have to have a car. Mm-hmm. You can just help pack one box. Anything to take the pressure off the person moving. Yeah. And B, here's the thing. We toy collectors, I'm going to lay out a blanket statement. We all know it's our own fault, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, do you get to pick your hobbies? Yes. But do you get to pick your passions? Do you get to pick what sparks joy in you? No. That's part of your personality that you just have. So, Sure. It's it's the toy collector's fault that the collection is a bunch of physical objects. Let's get that out of the way. When someone's like, oh, it's easy, I moved like 14 times, and I know for a fact that toy collecting or object collecting is not one of their hobbies, I'm like, 
I'm like, listen, friend, I I get it, but your your collections are like in a USB stick, okay? So yeah. so please have a little bit of perspective. I will acquiesce. Oh, it's entirely my fault that it's going to be a lot harder for yeah. you to move. But please help me. Because, because yeah. <laughs> and I mean, part of that's why we're looking at packing like we're aiming to pack each of us do two to three boxes a day. Yeah. Just so that it's a slow thing. We've got a month to get there. That's fine. The thing that got frustrating to me is as I was chronicling some of my like uh, collection room condensing because I have, you know, the the back bedroom here. Um, is like up in the gables, so there's no, like, I can't have, I, I could put, I think at one point in time I figured out I could have maybe put, like, six of the, what's the Ikea standard? Uh, billies? Shelf, the, the billies that everybody, you know, that that's where you start if you have, what, what was it, the, the guy, 10% of the cost of your collection is the shelves? It's, oh, that's an old thread, holy crap. Yeah, that's an, that's an old cut for you. (laughs) Um, like, I couldn't fit a bunch of those in there because... Like, I'm up in the the gable of the roof, kind of. So I always had to have, like, other things. And so, like, as I was working through that, I had a couple people be like, oh, yeah, that's cool, but why not sell a bunch of it? It's like, because that's what I want to do in the middle of a move is then figure out, like, you know, what is this worth and is that worth equivalent to the like i have some stupid things that i display but i display them because i have you know some emotional resonance to it that nobody else would have for you know some of these other things yeah that like you know so i i'd have to go through and take a look at things like i've got an x9 ravage that turns out is like a $300 toy loose. Did you know that? Now you do. Yeah. I don't know if that's $300 in personal value to me. I know that it's a neat thing. I remember that BotCon because I got that from, I think that was 04. It was one of the West Coast BotCons because it was a Japanese dealer that came over and he had like two on the table. And I was like, oh, crap. You want thirty dollars for that? I'll get it. I think it was 04. And then I bought it. I think it was 04. It is 04. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And I think I showed like you or somebody else, like, oh, there's one more of these. And then they went and got it. And they said, No, there were two of them. And I was like, that's nonsense, because when I bought it there was two of them. And so I went back and I had one, other person had one, there were two of them. I was like, How many more of those do you have? And he kind of like grins slides back a box and he had like 15 of them. I remember that. I remember that story. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And then I got another one for my brother because he really liked Beast Wars. Yeah. And 99% sure he still has it. And I've told him, hey, like, if you ever just like throw all that stuff in a box, send it my way. Like, don't goodwill it. Don't pitch it. Don't give it to somebody else's kids because some of the things that you have are worth money and worst case scenario, I'll pay you for them of what their their value is. So then it's like, okay, well, you know, that's $300. That's a lot of that's that's a, a healthy little bit of money that it you know be good to help with all of these other expenses that are coming. It's also up. it's want, also one small I wanna, it's one small piece do, of that mass you're trying to and, pack. And right. It, it will and, not and, make a and dent all of that, on the stress. <laughs> and ex- exactly. Well, more than that, it'll become even more stress. Yeah. 
because now I've got to, do I list on TFW? Do I do a big Twitter thread? Yeah. Do I put it on eBay? Okay, somebody bought it. Okay, well, now I've got to get all their shipping information, deal with PayPal, lose cuts here, there, and eight other places. And then you know what? I still have to take it and put it in a box. Yeah. Here- and then not only am I just taking it and putting it in a box and then putting it away, I've now got to take this other box to the post office. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the pay thing. for it. So obviously I'm not good at getting rid of stuff. It's it's a weakness of mine. Mm-hmm. So let's bear that in mind. However, I'm I feel like I'm pretty good at two things is empathy and spectating. So here's yeah. where I get I'm gonna wax philosophical a little bit. Here's where I get super frustrated because I ca- I kind of caught um wind uh from you know third hand of the sheer number of, of, of friends and mutuals who were going like, Oh Aaron, time to just ditch your collection. Uh because it's like, okay, here's the thing. So let me bullet points. A uh, he's in the middle of a move, okay? <laughs> As Aaron has mm-hmm. laid out, already doing something kind of complex, stressful, and on uh, a long timer, but nonetheless a deadline timer, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And then B, there are people who can just drop all their stuff when they move. Uh, I know a couple people like mm-hmm. that. This is the, 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 the statement I arrived at, If in your case. If Aaron could do that, I think he'd have done it already. So... Right. It's not very helpful to add the, to add not the stress of potentially selling stuff. What the stress th- that's being added to you, which I don't think people are doing on purpose, and I think they don't understand this. And it's not, it's not like they are bad people for not understanding it. It's it's because it's a, it's a sort of complex empathy thing now. But right. what the, what is being created is now Aaron has the stress of justifying over and over again to multiple people why he's not being the badass nomad mover who can dump 80% of his personal possessions on the side of the road and somehow flip them into money at the same time. Yeah. So it's not even that you have the stress of selling, it's you have the stress of defending yourself while you're mm-hmm. in the midst of... Anyway, it got me very annoyed, and I didn't yell at yeah. anyone because I'm like, no one will gain anything from me yelling at them, but like, <sighs> this is not helping at all <laughs> yeah no and and i and i had actually posted on uh a board game place at saying hey i've got like these two and a half bookcases full of board games is there like a better way to move them that i'm not thinking about because i just want to put them in boxes but i'm afraid of like what happens if this box gets turned sideways and everything comes apart and I had a couple of those posts as well that were just like, oh, just sell them all and buy them again when you get to the other end. I'm like, I'm moving across town. Like, if I was moving across the country, maybe I would. You know, anything that's not rare or, or you know, anything like that. But, like, I'm moving across town. Like, are are you not seeing that, like, the statement that I'm saying of it's like a... 20 minute drive away it's not like a 20 hour drive away and i have to like hire a crane for some yeah. reason it, well, well, here's what really also gets me they didn't say oh just give them away because if they said that at least they'd be like yeah that's a quick solution at least that would sensibly you know connect in my head right so i'm like oh no sell mm-hmm. them it's like, oh right yeah let me go let me go to my storefront i already got where it's complete autopilot and i don't have to think about it at all and I'm just going to do 80 item sales while I'm doing a move. That's a really good idea. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. They are well-meaning pieces of advice. And that's why I feel bad kind of ranting about it. But, like, I figure here on a podcast, it's just private and just public enough that, like, I can lay this out. And hopefully this helps someone else who's in a similar position who at least just wants yeah. to know that they're okay to be frustrated. 
absolutely it's okay to be frustrated and here just just so people don't think this is baggage no one made that recommendation to me when i did my move 48 hours after tfcon this isn't even coming from like lived experience this is coming from pure empath empathizing frustration because like Mm -hmm. yeah everything we said it all but yeah it's it's well-meaning but holy moly like consider the logistics for for a sec y'all come on uh just, just if you got to say something, just say like, "Hey, I can't be there to help," but like, if you got to yell, I'll be here to listen. Like that'll help more, you know. <laughs> uh, speaking of Aaron, I won't be there to listen. Uh, I, I'm gonna be uh, busy, um, you know, picking my nose. But uh, mm-hmm. I wish I, I wish I actually were in walking distance of you because I would happily help uh, pack boxes or something. Because I packed all of my stuff when I did my my in Toronto move after that TFCon, and. Uh, I had an entire month to do it, and I still was barely down to the wire because I did it almost entirely by myself, which is the worst idea I ever had. Uh, <laughs> it really sucked. Well, I'll, I'll I'll say that you still got a good passport to come to the U.S. What's what's like? I'll I'll pay for airlines, man. <laughs> okay, if you're gonna pay for a flight, that's where I would say maybe that that's crossing a Rubicon where you should sell the <laughs> Ravage at least. <laughs> Uh, get somebody else that understands some level of that. Can, just <laughs> help move, and then you know what? I'll I'll have some of the shelves set up. You can take a look at what's in the boxes and set me up neat displays. Can, can you can you just put me? Maybe maybe that'll be your new side business of just like going instead of being like a a, a display, um, um, not a a display coordinator yeah. or something. I was going to say, just put me on a Zoom call with all your local friends so I can just, like, browbeat them. And yeah. <laughs> just go, like, listen. Hey! Listen. You! You in the back <laughs> with the hat sideways. First off, that looks dumb. <laughs> Second, you don't put the Optimus Prime Armada non-powered up next to the animated <laughs> Bumblebee. What are you doing? I'll just tell them, like, listen, okay? If you're trying to if you're trying to shirk your way sideways out of like helping pack a box, yo, I get it. But like this is this is the inverse of pay it forward. Someday in the farther future, you're gonna be like, hey Aaron, in the zombie apocalypse, I need a can of beans, and Aaron's gonna be like, Oh, but you didn't help me pack a box, so I'm gonna cave your head in and eat you. So like, you know, you gotta t- think about the future, you know? <laughs> uh Anyway, I'm I'm I hope that it's fun. I hope the articulation's good on the house. Um, and uh, yeah, congratulations. And con- and condol- I said this to everyone I know who got a and house. Condolences, yeah, congratulations yes. And condolences. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my my off topic is actually very short, and I'm using it. Uh, I went by London Drugs out here, and they had a um, I had the name here a Rode microphone, an NT USB Mini, which I'd always been kind of eyeballing because I'm really tired of taking my Zoom microphones, which are standalone audio recorders, and USB connecting them to an entire computer to use as a microphone, because then I have to unplug them every time I want to use them for their intended purpose. So I'm going to try out this little Rode USB mic, which is just a mic. Uh, Oddly enough, I've not often, I've not had one of these for many years, so... uh, Hopefully this actually sounds okay. The only problem is I'm using the the included stand I, since I'm abroad. I don't have my my arm, so every time I touch the table, you get one of those. Uh, but uh, that that is pretty much my off topic. What I got. Um, so uh, TJ, how about you? I I didn't get a house, but I don't know if you went to HouseCon recently or something, and maybe. You um, I mean, I mean, I went to browse, but nothing caught my eye. 
honest, honestly, like G one houses were way way mm. way better. Uh, yeah. Asbestos and fiberglass, true fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just struggling to think of anything made of plastic that I got off topic, but I'm uh, surprisingly trying to watch it. Um, not the only like the only thing I've bought outside of a Transformer lately was Spider-Man Remastered came up on Steam, so that was immediately in my in my library. Oh yeah, that finally happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a weird history with that game where, uh, I got a Black Friday birthday gift for for a uh, for a friend of mine who. Uh, and like they, they had no interest in Spider-Man, so I was going to borrow that game to play. And then we had a very bad falling out. So that game is always mm. kind of stuck in my head. It's like, oh, that time. Yeah. <laughs> but still wanted to play it. I've been horribly addicted to it. It's it is just satisfying just swinging around New York City, you know, and doing the little menial tasks they give you all around town. Yeah. Uh, helps that they actually helps that there's like a literal common rider homage as one of the suits. Yeah, I remember when that design got revealed. Uh I, I was gonna say, like, if it's on PC through Steam, then that means like ideally eventually you can get cracked open a little bit and you can feed some more direct common rider stuff in there. Do some Oh uh... so- someone has already modded it to play as Kermit the Frog. Oh, that's okay, never mind. That's and that's, then... that's, that's perfect. <laughs> and then someone went and re-recorded Peter Parker for it. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I, I'd seen the gifts. I hadn't I I didn't know that they had Oh a... yeah, they went all the way. I'm so happy. <laughs> that's perfect. Uh Actually, I should say if we're talking video games, I did I've only played it for about 30 minutes on the flight over cuz I thought that I would be more awake during the flight, but I I bought uh a, uh, I the Somnium files because I I was like I'm gonna finally buy the Zero Escape games and then it turns out that that they're very specifically not on the Switch so I was like all right I'll get the other one so I started playing that I've only played it for like half an hour so I don't really have much of an opinion other than it's it seems like it's it's that director's stuff which is cool but uh, yeah that that was a technically a an off topic pickup. Um, I was trying to think of anything else, but now I, I for some reason when you said other things that are plastic, I was immediately like, oh, I wonder if TJ got the Zord Ascension Project Megazord, but that was, <laughs> I don't know why I no, jumped to that. No, I canceled mine actually because I I kept hearing all the bad reports about it. I, so I was gonna quickly say, is it just me or does no one care about that thing now that some people got it and videotaped it? Because I, I, it I mean, actually doesn't look great. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, what I'm hearing is, okay, so what I'm seeing is a toy that was well-engineered, that it was very poorly executed in everything that matters, uh, plastic quality being very high among them. Yeah, yeah. I I was, the, the hype, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the hype whiplash from, oh my god, like three people found them to like, Oh boy, did you see what the three people who found them, the videos they put up? And I was like, oh no. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> it's like, it, the thing is, I watched them, I was like, this doesn't seem that bad. Then I remembered how much it cost, and I was like, oh wait, right. This thing's yeah. expensive. Yeah. 
the the package seems to the, the the unboxing seems to be the fanciest part of this and that's not great nope uh no yeah i hope like it sounds i almost wonder if maybe the thing straight up got delayed because <laughs> they're like oh boy but I, I it's a hasbro product i'm not sure that's feasible but yeah that's that's a shame i i hope that that ends up turning around by the time they put that dragon sword out maybe there's something about it that really kicks stuff up but yeah that was a buzzkill um well that uh, i think brings us to the uh, the end of this episode then so uh, thank you all for tuning in uh like i alluded to before in this case our little delay was entirely on me i i thought oh, i'll just hop and skip over to bc it'll be easy and then like boy did august get very stressful and and packed and then my bc trip got friggin <laughs> i the last weeks felt like a month with the sheer amount of stuff we've been doing uh oh that's another off topic thing i got i got a skinned knee because i fenced again for the first time in 11 years and uh i didn't even have the right shoes and uh, i took a, i took a a slight fall and uh skidded on one knee on a gym floor and i thought nothing of it mm. and then Later on, I looked at it, I was like, oh boy, that's red. And then I remembered that that's how skinning works, is that the mm-hmm. upper layer... The skin comes off. Yeah. It wasn't bleeding, so it was like the step below that. But yeah, that was uh, that was funny. But yeah, fencing, uh, it turns out, is still great. Uh, and the, here's the weird thing. I don't have to think about anything. It's all just happening. Like, I'm, I'm still fencing entirely with spinal cord memory. But my body's not keeping up very well because I haven't done it for over a decade. So it's it's like it's like driving a very half-built car. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, anyway, uh, we will talk to you later on, uh, dear listeners. We'll be back with some more podcasting. Uh, we're uh, we're we're in the midst of trying to figure out some more tabletop relevant podcasting too, because suddenly there's lots of of robot relevant tabletop things going on. Uh, Mm-hmm. I will say I've I've watched one episode of the Renegade sponsored actual play of the Transformers RPG and it's very adorable watching folks uh, doing that whole thing. Uh, there's a, a very big air of we've been we've read through the the book's story bible but also haven't watched Transformers in a while uh, in a cute way. Uh, so I, I want to see the second episode of that. But uh, we will talk to you all later. And uh, until then, stay safe. <laughs> Put you got some badass perpetrators and they're here to stay.